is 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Air Force One has just touched down in Buffalo. President Biden and his wife Jill joining a community in mourning days after what police say was a racist, motivated massacre at a supermarket. I'm Steve Dorsey traveling with the President and First Lady. They'll soon meet with families of the victims of the Buffalo attack, first responders, and community leaders. The White House says they'll also pay their respects at the Topps Market Memorial. The President is also expected to denounce the attack and call it an act of terrorism based based on hate and a perverse ideology. He'll also call on Congress to pass gun control. Skyrocketing prices aren't stopping Americans from spending. The Commerce Department says retail sales were up for the fourth month in a row. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Sales were strong at gas stations, food services, and drinking places, mostly because we saw a big increase in prices in those areas. Higher costs for food and fuel are hitting Walmart hard. The company says operating profits plunged 23% in the first three months of the year. It's primary day in five states, and a race for Senate in Pennsylvania is getting lots of attention. UVA political analyst Larry Sabato. The Republican incumbent, Pat Toomey, is retiring, and Republicans really need to hold this seat to have a good chance to take over control of the Senate in November. Finland's president has arrived in Sweden for a two-day visit. He spoke about the significance of the two countries joining NATO. The siege at a steel plant in Ukraine appears to be coming to an end. Hundreds of Ukrainian soldiers who've been holed up there for more than two months have been evacuated. Correspondent Deborah Pata reports from Kharkiv. The Russian military took the wounded Ukrainian fighters to territory it controls. A prison exchange is being negotiated while rescue attempts continue for those still underground. A massive underground find in Southern California. Officials say they've uncovered a drug smuggling tunnel the length of six football fields from Tijuana to San Diego. They say it was built in one of the most fortified stretches of border, featured electricity, ventilation, railroad cars, and reinforced walls. Brittle bones? Get out there and move. CBS's Vicki Barker explains. Writing in the British Medical Journal, the experts say people with osteoporosis should be exercising more, not less. They suggest brief bursts of moderate impact activities, such as jogging, aerobics, or Zumba on most days, with muscle-building exercises twice or three times a week. The Dow is up 293 points. This is CBS News. Find your next great hire with Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Improve your gas mileage and save money with fuel system cleaner from O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get two bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner for just $10. Plus, earn double O rewards points and get your next reward even faster. For a clean, lubricated, more efficient fuel system, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or shop online at O'ReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. (laughs) Well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride.
There's speculation one of the NFL's all-time great quarterbacks is pondering a comeback. It began with a published report saying he was out at NBC, but Drew Brees says he's not sure he'll continue working with the network and at 43 hasn't ruled out trying to play again. Jason LaConfora of CBS Sports. Because of the pedigree, because of the human being and leader he's been, um, what he's accomplished, and there's quarterback need, Look, do I think a Seattle, uh, a Carolina would try to kick the tires on that? I do. Dennis Allen, the head coach of Breeze's old team, the New Orleans Saints, says he has not had any discussions with the ex-quarterback. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Another Hollywood marriage is falling by the wayside. People says Valerie Bertinelli's filed for divorce from her second husband, Tom Vitale, six months after the couple legally separated. In court documents, the actress cites irreconcilable differences. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. You can unlock more cash than you realize from your home's equity with a cash-out refinance today. In the last year, average home values have gone up nearly 20%. And with Rocket Mortgage, you can unlock thousands in less than three weeks. But you've got to act right now before rates go up. So when you're looking to unlock the cash in your home, Rocket can. Call 8338-ROCKET today or go to rocketmortgage.com to get started. Stubrier with you, WICH. Welcome to our program on this beautiful sunny day. And we have an important segment to start things off on the program. Uh, May is National Lyme Disease Awareness Day, and uh, to help us get aware, we have uh, Ashley on the line. Morning, Ashley. Hi there. Good morning. Morning to you. Having a busy day? Yes, it's been a great day talking about Lyme disease. I know it's it's not a great illness, but it's great to know all the different things so we can protect ourselves. People are saying there are more ticks this year than other years. Are you seeing that already or hearing that? So I don't know exactly about the number of ticks that are out, certainly because it's nice and warm outside already. We are seeing ticks really come out in full force. And the ticks that come out early on are actually a little bit more tricky to identify because they're very, very tiny just because of where they are in their life cycle. So they can be really easy to miss. I've heard a lot about Lyme disease through the years, and I think people are, are still a little confused as to what the symptoms are, and they're, they can vary, can't they? They can. So Lyme disease is a bacterial infection that is spread by a very specific tick called a deer tick, or a black-legged tick is the other name. So that tick carries the bacteria that, spread, that causes Lyme disease. And, you know, initially the symptoms can include things that are very easy to miss, like fever, chills, headache, fatigue, muscle and joint aches, or swollen lymph nodes. And then some percentage, about 70 to 80% of people with Lyme disease will have a rash called erythema migrans. And that rash usually starts at the area of the tick bite, and then it spreads over a few days and can be up to about 12 centimeters or even bigger. There are also other symptoms that they can get later on if the infection moves to other places in their body, such as you know, meningitis, where they have fever, really bad headache, sensitivity to the light, and a stiff neck. They can get numbness and tingling in their arms or legs. Facial droop can occur on one or both sides of the face, or something called carditis, where it, it actually changes the electrical conduction of the heart. And then for children, one of the most common presentations of late Lyme disease is arthritis. So these young kids will come in with huge knees that are very swollen due to Lyme disease. So it's interesting times uh, because people now, when they get anything like a sniffle, a cold, or some of the 
symptoms that you said. They said, oh, boy, I better check for COVID. We can't forget that Lyme's working, right? Yeah, you can't forget the things that have already been there, right? You certainly always want to think about COVID, but you also need to think about things that are common in your area in the warm weather months. If you live in an area such as Connecticut, where Lyme disease really was identified and originated, then you you should know that it's out there and have a high index of suspicion, especially if if you're outdoors a lot or your children are outdoors playing. You know to look for the symptoms and and do your tick checks and use your insect repellent. Well, while you mentioned insect repellent, um, how well does that work? And is there one particular one that's better than others? There are actually a few different insect repellents that work very effectively. Most people have heard about DEET, that's a very common one, and that is very effective and it's really safe for kids and adults. So kids as young as two months of age can use that, you know, on up to adulthood. And the concentration of DEET you know, that's recommended for kids is about 10 to 30%, and that really means how long they'll be protected against tick bites. So that 10 to 30% will protect them for about five to six hours. But if you're looking for an alternative to DEET, there are some more natural compounds as well that are still very effective, such as picaridin. It's got a nice smell. It's not too greasy, so kids usually do pretty well with that one. And then there's also oil of lemon eucalyptus, which can be used on kids three years and up and comes right from the gum eucalyptus tree, so it's a little bit more natural. Remember the good old days when we were kids when we would roll on the grass? We'd never think about it, right? Absolutely. And that's, I think, so important for parents and families to be talking about Lyme disease and let their kids know what to look for because as kids get older, they'll need to do these things on their own and know to put on their insect repellent and do their tick checks when they come inside. I hope this has changed, but, uh, you know, a few years ago, you could go to a doctor with some symptoms and they really didn't even bring up Lyme disease. I would hope that they're much more privy now to check people and is it easy to determine if you have Lyme disease with a test? So there is a test to help to diagnose Lyme disease, it can still be kind of tricky, um, but if healthcare providers who are less familiar with diagnosing or treating Lyme disease need some more resources, I really recommend seeking out some continuing education. There are modules on Lyme disease on the National Association of Pediatric Nurse Practitioners website, and CDC has plenty of resources as well. So especially if you're living in Connecticut or another Lyme disease endemic area, it's really important to educate yourself. So when your patients come in, you you have that in the back of your mind. So if you do have symptoms, uh, would it be likely that they would give you an antibiotic, even though it may be too soon to get a reading on a test? Yes. So if you do have symptoms initially, early on, it can be difficult to, to look for those antibodies. They may not be there yet. And so if you have really classic symptoms for Lyme disease, often they can prescribe the antibiotic without a confirmatory test. That can really be a clinical diagnosis for them, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you know you live in an endemic area for Lyme disease or you've been traveling to an endemic area of Lyme disease. So tell us the importance of uh, diagnose this, diagnosis this early as uh, just like a lot of illnesses. You catch it in the beginning, it's most likely that you're going to be okay? Yes, if you can get early treatment or even better, prevent the tick bite altogether, those are really the best methods for avoiding some of the potentially serious complications of Lyme disease because there are a couple ways that it can present that are more serious than just a rash and and some fever and chills. It can actually move the area around the brain and cause a meningitis. It can cause numbness and tingling or weakness in your arms or leg. 
facial droop, change the electrical conduction of the heart, or arthritis in kids and adults. And then not only that, but even if you do treat Lyme disease, there's a portion of people who continue to have some prolonged symptoms after they're treated for Lyme disease. So really prevention and early treatment are the best. In the early days, of course, we're in Connecticut. Uh, you're talking to me now, and Lyme is not that far from us. But in the early days, doctors would tell me, and maybe this is still the case, that if you get that tick out within 24 hours, you should be okay. That is the case. So ticks need, you know, an infected tick needs 24 to 36 hours that it's embedded into your skin to spread the bacteria that causes Lyme disease. So the sooner you can get those ticks out, the better. And there are a lot of folklore remedies on how to take out the ticks, such as burning it or putting Vaseline on it. But really the best way to do it is grab some fine needle-tipped uh, tweezers, get as close to the skin as you can, grab onto that tick, and pull upwards slow and steady to try to get all of those mouth parts out. So it is tiny, tiny, but you, if you look very closely, you can see it. You can, especially the adult ticks. You know, when they're in the life cycle before the adult ticks, called the nymph tick phase, they can be super tiny, like a poppy seed or a freckle. So those can be really tough. But it, the adult ticks are a little bit easier. They're a little bit bigger to see. And if you know what you're looking for and you look in the right places, you could still see any size ticks. Mm-hmm. Are they most likely uh, armpits, hair, and they look for hairy places? It, well, so they actually just keep going on your body. So once they're on your body, they'll keep going until they are obstructed by something. So often that could be a, a, cap, line, a cap line, so a hairline, waist pants line, sock lines, you know, in the armpits or in the groin area because they can't really move anymore. So that's where they decide to burrow into the skin. Mm-hmm. So you are a nurse practitioner, correct? I am, yes. Okay, I just I didn't at the beginning of the uh, interview. I just wanted to let our nis- listeners know that you certainly have a lot of experience in this particular subject. So there are all kinds of possibilities of side effects, but most likely, if you catch it early, it should be gone within a week or two. Or how does that work? Yes, typically once you get started on on antibiotics, depending on the the signs and symptoms that you have. Some can take longer than others to resolve, but once you get on antibiotics, you should start to see improvement in those first couple of weeks. Hi, right, Ashley. Let me uh, get a question in for you in our limited time here. Hi, WICH. Hi. Uh, don't forget the pets too. Uh, you have to when you give them their heartworm medication. You have to give them a medication like some Paracotrio that kills ticks too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. No, as far as your pets getting uh, the uh, illness, are they more susceptible naturally because they're out there? And how does it, does it affect them differently? It does affect them a little bit differently. They can present with some of the same symptoms like arthritis. Um, they can have just be, you know, more tired, more fatigued, have a very poor appetite. Um, and it can actually cause pretty severe kidney disease in dogs as well. So making sure you talk to your vet, there's actually a Lyme vaccine for dogs. So talk to your vet about the Lyme vaccine. Talk to your vet about, you know, what medications are best to prevent Lyme disease for your animals. So when your animals uh, come into the house, there's a likelihood that they'll bring some of the ticks with them and fall off them and get on you. Has that happened a lot? 
They certainly, yes, they certainly could. So, you know, the dogs are actually a little bit more protected from the tick bite just because of all the hair they have. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they're crawling on the dog's hair and maybe the, t- the tick medication that they're on hasn't killed the tick yet, they could certainly bring that into the house. So if you know there's a really, you know, a, an area in your yard or that you've been hiking or traveling with your dog that definitely had a lot of ticks, give them a tick check too. You know, kind of run through with a comb, try to give them a, a hose bath outside if you have time, and try to get any of those ticks off that, that you can so that they don't bring them into the house. It seems periodically I hear, oh boy, there's a, a vaccine that uh, people can take. It's going to protect you against it, but so, it really hasn't come to fruition, has it? Not currently. There's not currently an FDA-approved vaccine, but there is actually a, a vaccine for Lyme disease that's in phase two human trials. So we'll see where that goes in the next couple of years. So recommendations, uh, with just a couple of minutes left on this segment of our program, uh, for us to be best protected when we go out. I guess if you're a city kid, you're pretty much more protected because you don't have all the the brush and the grass and the uh, also the uh, leaves <laughs> exactly. and all of that, right? Yes. So, you know, kind of sticking to the path because when you brush up against all of those bushes and grasses, that's how the ticks get on you. They're not jumping or flying. It's really, you know, if you stick to the path, treat your clothes with permethrin if you can. That's a, a medication that can um, be on your clothes and gear, not on your skin, and it lasts for months and multiple washes. So it's mm. great to use on gear that you know you're always outside with. Use that insect repellent, and then when you come inside, check for those ticks and take a shower. I know people that have uh, gotten the disease two and three different times. So you can get it again if you get absolutely. it once? Absolutely. Yes, that absolutely can happen. You know, if you have a new exposure, another tick embeds in your skin, it can definitely spread Lyme disease again, and you would require treatment again. It does get a little bit tricky at that point because the testing is sometimes just a little difficult to interpret for your healthcare providers. But, you know, let them know your symptoms, let them know your exposures, and that way you can start that conversation about Lyme disease. Any other tips uh, before we close this out, Ashley? And I'm glad you're making the rounds to inform people because this is something to take seriously, obviously. It is, especially since it seems to be going up, you know, in areas and in the number of cases reported since really the year 2000. So if you'd like more information, please visit napnap.org forward slash napnap nose lime. Napnap? Did you say? Yes, that's the, yes, it's the National Association for Pediatric Nurse Practitioners, and we'll have information on there for families, teens, and kids. Okay, give me, give me that once more time. You, you type in napnap. Napnap.org mm-hmm. forward slash napnap nose lime, L-Y-M-E. And there will also be information on there for healthcare providers who want to learn more. Anything else we need to know? I think you've covered it uh, pretty good. I mean, it's scary, and you really need to be aware with the kids. Um, so the best spray, what what would be the spray that you would use uh, to protect yourself? You mentioned a couple, but is there one in particular you think is more effective? They're all really effective, but the ones I just prefer just because of how, you know, how they feel on my skin and how they smell are either picaridin or deet, but all of them are very very effective. 
All right. Good talking with you today. Thanks uh, for kicking off the season with us. I know they've been around. Also, one other thing, I think people uh, sometimes don't realize that they can be around in the winter, too. Is that uh, true or false? They can be around in the winter. So keeping an eye out all year is actually very important, especially if you have a few days in the winter that are that's over 40 degrees. Mm-hmm. They're dormant when it's colder, but they can... You know, start to get more active once you have a few days over that 40-degree mark. So keep an eye out. Okay. Thanks uh, for spreading that good advice around, and have a good season. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. Stu Breyer with your WICH. I thought we'd start off with a very important segment because I know there's so many other things. There's COVID, there's this, there's that, and there's ticks. So you've been out in the yard, uh, uh, you know, doing a lot of what people love. You do a little bit of your gardening here and there. When you come in, and check yourself. Hmm? Just check yourself. Or get some of those products. You'll feel a lot safer. I'm going to do that. And I guess you just rub it and the ticks don't like it. And uh, tough luck for them. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. That was a very good uh, interview you had. Do you know that my dog, Sammy... Mm-hmm. When I took him for his last physical and they did the blood test, she told me he had has Lyme's disease and he had it when you got him. So, so he, uh, obviously it didn't affect him that badly. Well, no, apparently it didn't, but we're watching him. Mm-hmm. And if he starts to get uh, uh, trouble walking or whatever or, you know... Uh, she wants to know because he's going to have to go on an antibiotic. Well, seeing she felt that he had or has Lyme disease, wouldn't it have been advantageous to put him on an antibiotic now? Well, no, I, I guess not. She, I guess not. She didn't uh, say mm-hmm. that. She okay. just said to watch him. And if he acts like he's, uh, you know, gets stiff when he walks or mm-hmm. whatever... Um, well, most dogs do that when they get older anyway. But uh, Yeah, well, well, no, she didn't say no. Okay, well, she, good. I mean, maybe he's just not going to have the uh, ill effects of it, and that's I, a wonderful thing. I hope thing. he doesn't. He's, he's good now. I'll but, bet if they he, test. But, but I was shocked when she told me because when I, the, the fella that I took him from, never told me that. Apparently he didn't know. I bet if they test half the dogs, they're going to show up that they have Lyme. Yeah, they probably do. But anyway, I wanted to bring up your pets because that's important because a lot of people have dogs and cats and pets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't just think you have dogs and they're outside, they're out in the yard, then they come in, they jump on the couch with you. And they may have little uh, pets of their own running around on them. Stu Breyer with the WICH. Beautiful day today, isn't it? Mostly sunny, breezy, less humid. I-75 tonight, mostly clear to partly cloudy, a bit cooler, 50. Wednesday, sunny for much of the day. Increasing cloudiness toward sunset, high 72. And Thursday, chance for a shower early, otherwise a mix of sun and clouds, 76. Our current temperature now at... 68 degrees and sunny. I would recommend that after a day in the yard, in the woods, picnicking, that when you go home, take a shower and check yourself all over just to make sure there uh, are no ticks on you. And as she said, the best way to get them out is with a tweezer.
All right. Open forum for this portion of our program, and the number is 860-889-5252. At Pinnell's Auto, we won't put you in a vehicle we wouldn't put our grandchildren in. My way's better. Even the mouthy ones. Need a quality pre-owned vehicle that'll save you thousands over buying new? Trust Pinnell's Auto Sales. Need repair and maintenance done right at a fair price? Trust Pinnell's Auto Center. Clean and simple, our family wants your family to have a dependable ride. That's why we won't put you in a vehicle we wouldn't put our grandchildren in. Grandpa, you're wrong. Even the mouthy ones. On Route 32 in Unclesville, online at PinnellsAuto.com. Pinnell's Auto. Our connections make powerful things happen. Uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. With over 1 million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Around the world, generations of leaders build new friendships and solve problems, turning great ideas into reality. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org slash action. WICH weather, mostly sunny, breezy, less humid today, 75. Tonight, mostly clear to partly cloudy, a bit cooler, low 50. Every time I talk about ticks, I get itchy. I don't know what subconscious there. Wednesday, mostly sunny for much of the day. Increasing cloudiness towards sunset, 72. And Thursday, chance for a shower early. Otherwise, a mix of sun and clouds, 76. I would say it's rather perfect weather. Hmm? Currently, our temperature is up to 68. By the way, if you didn't get your bulletin in your day paper today, I can give you a tip that you're not going to get it. At least it looks that way because a particular truck broke down that had uh, numerous papers. So chances are you're probably not going to get your paper at all. I hope I'm wrong, but I looked it all up online, and that's what it said. There would be no papers today, so you'll probably get two tomorrow. So that's... The name of that, is, so if you're missing the paper, you keep may keep running out to see if it's there. Most likely it won't be. Fox News Commentary. Misinformation from the White House. More next. Hello, this is Joe Cordell. Cordell & Cordell is a firm that practices family law exclusively. We focus on only one area of the law to maximize our strength and effectiveness as advocates for clients that have everything on the line. Their homes, retirement, savings, and most importantly, their children. We're the partner our clients count on. If we can be of help to you, give us a call. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Hartford area attorneys, Phyllis McCutcheon, licensed in Connecticut. Online at CordellCordell.com. Recent days, critics have been blasting the Biden administration's new so-called disinformation board. Well, if that board does its dubious work, they might want to start with this tweet. From the White House official account, published on May the 12th, it read in part, quote, when President Biden took office, millions were unemployed and there was no vaccine available, end quote. No vaccine available? Are they erasing the incredible achievement of Operation Warp Speed to make a political point that isn't true? President Biden himself got both of his doses before taking office. That was during the Trump administration. In fact, by the time Biden took the oath of office, the U.S. had ramped up to nearly one million shots per day of the COVID vaccine, a far cry from being unavailable. When Democrats decry that things like vaccines have become too politicized, perhaps they should look in the mirror as they assess at least some of the blame. I'm Guy Benson. And I'm Stu Breyer at WICH. The president is uh, going to Buffalo today to speak to uh, some of the victims' families of that horrible attack. 
We're learning more about the uh, the monster that did that. We're learning that uh, he has had some terrible insanity problems for years. And I don't think they've gone unnoticed. But some of the things that he wrote, you know, people say, well, he's a... He's a racist, and the, he was just a mad. He was mad. He was a madman. He wanted to kill everybody in his high school. So basically, he hated everybody. Of course, they're going to make it a, as a big divisive issue, which obviously he had a hatred for uh, black people when he went there. But if you read his uh, manifesto, which they now have, he had a hate for everybody. No matter what denomination or party you were in, it was very confusing. He was obviously had tremendous mental problems, and that'll all come out. But in the meantime, it was just a horrible, horrible attack. And uh, these things have got to stop. How he was able to get a gun, I hope they find out about that with his previous uh, mental problems. I can't imagine him going into a gun shop and buying a gun. Aren't they supposed to do... uh, background checks and if that particular place didn't do it then uh, boy they need to address that and they're culpable as well but we're learning more about it naturally people are jumping to conclusions but I think when you learn more about him, he was just completely off the rails. Summer and Dairy Queen are the perfect fit. Nothing makes kids and adults smile ear-to-ear like a treat from Dairy Queen in Taftville. A DQ Sunday peanut buster parfait, banana split, the incomparable blizzard, and the DQ cake are just a few of the soft-serve treats that has made Dairy Queen in Taftville a mainstay destination for almost 50 years. DQ also grills up some great burgers, chicken, and hot dogs. This summer, make DQ a must-stop. Dairy Queen, fan food. Not fast food. Norwich Avenue and Taft. Here at Falvey's with our Memorial Day sales event, there are a lot of great things happening. Let's start your 2022 spring off the right way with a visit to Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Are you searching for a new vehicle that can handle your family's adventures? Is it finally time to buy that unforgettable ride that you've always dreamed of? We've got you covered with our Jeep Freedom Days. Thinking of a family camping trip this year, but your current vehicle isn't strong enough to pull a camper? With a steady flow of new inventory rolling in and our Make the Switch event, we're sure to have something to fit your needs. Stop in to see us or visit us 24-7 at falvies.com. Let us be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together, meeting your specifications at Factory Invoice. Falvey's does it better in every way. Naturally, when we program on WICH, we want to present um, throughout the day things that uh, the most people would appreciate with talk shows and, of course, our music, the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. So we have a new uh, person from the 8 to 11 slot. His name is Officer Tatum, and he is a former policeman. He's going to talk a lot about, naturally, crime situations, criminal justice system. I think you'll find him very, very interesting. He takes phone calls as well, and that's going to be from 8 to 11. So you may check it in when you're up and about. Brandon Tatum is his name, and he has a very successful talk show that we'll be carrying now. I think you'll enjoy him. 
And the subject, of course, will be crime and punishment and some of the laws. And, of course, he'll be opening up his lines for the listeners as well. That's 8 to 11, brand new on WICH. Larry Elder, you remember, was on that time slot, but he is no longer there. He's decided to get out of the talk show business. I have a feeling he's going to be running for things as well. You're on the air. Hi. Good morning to you, Mr. Stowe. Hello there, Larry. The Red Sox won. Yay. <laughs> yeah, they played pretty good last they, they, they did. They played pretty good last night. Okay. Oh, the papers are out. Oh, they are? Okay. Yeah, I went to Chucky's this morning. But I went at 5 o'clock when I went to Duncan to get my uh, coffee, and they weren't, weren't out. I went back at 6.30. They still weren't out. And I went back at 9 o'clock, and they were there. Oh, good. Okay. And they're all there, every single one of them. Doesn't matter which which paper you wanted. Well, that's good news because I had uh, read online about the day, didn't think they were going to have any today, but I'm glad they do. Yeah. So a couple of things of uh, 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 um, uh, noteworthy. Yes, sir. Um, one, uh, uh, the Supreme Court. I'm going to ask you what you think the vote was. The Supreme Court voted uh, on my, uh, yesterday. Um, on Ted, Ted Cruz, um, the Republican, of course, he's in the Senate, but he vo- he uh, he put this case before the Supreme Court, and it had to do with um, a two hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars max on um, on campaign contributions. Mm-hmm. This should have been a nine-zero vote if you read the case and you knew anything about it. But what do you think the vote was on Monday, in the Supreme Court? Well, I don't think they went ahead with it to put the cap on. I, I don't know. It was hear... six to three. Six to three? <laughs> That's right. The six Republicans and the three Democrats voted against it. Once again. So when when Mr. Breyer, the Supreme Court justice, not you, mm-hmm. says that the Supreme Court is not political, he's full of you-know-what. You agree with me? I agree with you that uh, it is Political. There are some people on the Supreme Court that f- may fool you with uh, their decisions, but for the most part, they're pretty political. Right. I mean, One other case. Have you seen the case where in Wisconsin, eighth graders got uh, charged with uh, a sexual assault from the uh, from the teachers, which is a definitely violation of their uh, First Amendment rights, but they charged them because they didn't use the proper pronouns when they were addressing another boy in the classroom. They ch- Whoa. <laughs> You're kidding me on this one. This is amazing. No, I'm not kidding you. You didn't see this on TV. Nope, didn't Been see it. Been all over the news, So. Hey, I can't watch it all there. Tell and me. I'm, I'm, I'm talking, it's been on other news besides Fox News. Mm-hmm. So these kids said something they that... They got charged with sexual assault. Because of something they said... You don't know what they said, do they you? They didn't use the proper pronouns to address another boy who obviously... Didn't want to be called a boy because he turned over to whatever, and maybe he wants to be called a cat or a dog or whatever. I don't know. But anyways, these two boys, uh, I guess they gave them till Friday to uh, get rid of these charges or whatever off these uh, two boys, or they're going to uh, uh, file a lawsuit. Gonna now, I don't know up. why they haven't filed a lawsuit already, why they're giving them until Friday. I, w- I wouldn't have gave them one hour after what they did. Oh, the mother was on with one of the boys, by the way. She gave an interview. She was on TV. The one, the mother of one of the boys. Okay, that got so charged. they wanted, they want to, what do they want to sue the teachers? I, I, I got to know. They want to sue everybody: the teachers, the school, the uh, principal, the superintendent. Right, right. 
But this is the stuff that's going on in in, in our country, in our school system. Well, I want to know. The, the, I want to know what exactly they said. And number two, if they're you know bullying somebody, then I want it to be addressed. I don't think they'll get no, capital it punishment. It wasn't bullying. It just had to do with the proper pronouns. Mm-hmm. Um. I'd love to know what uh, all the pronouns and all that jazz are. They change with every school now. Yeah, I didn't bother to pay attention to exactly what the... I didn't even watch the woman's interview because, to me, it was the whole thing was just absolutely disgusting. So it just would have boiled me up a, a little bit more if I watched it. So that was enough for me to see that, that, that uh, this is going on in eighth grade. These kids don't know how to do math. They don't know how to read. They don't know how to write. They don't know how to do anything when they leave eighth grade, and it's even worse when they leave twelfth grade. And um, this is what, what is preferable now in our school system to teach our children. This is, this is it, Joe. This is not no more the, uh, the, the, uh, the basic stuff that these kids need so when they graduate they can go somewhere in our country. They can thrive. Hey, they want to do it in the younger grades. Eighth, eighth grade is older now. I mean, they want to do it in kindergarten. So uh, Yeah. Listen, I got an email once from somebody who sent me an email, and then they signed it they, or, and I said, what, what is that? All? What are they talking about? Just sign it with your name. They, this, that. There's all kinds yeah. of different names people are using. So I went to the meeting last night at City Hall. Marvin was there. Oh, yeah. You went, Marvin. So Marvin was there. Uh, the other guy didn't make it last night. There, the guy that wants to give you a loan. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened to him. He, he he wasn't around. But the people, there was a lot of people there last night. Oh, that's nice to hear. Yeah, it was. The, the, of course, it was the final public meeting before this, the, the council makes their decision on the budget, mm -hmm. which I think is the first week in June they have their final uh, uh, final budget. But a lot of people spoke. You know, they spoke, uh, they want more like, uh, uh, they want tennis courts up there by the baseball field up on top of the hill. I guess that's around four hundred grand or something, and they want they want more public works to take care of the baseball fields and the soccer fields and all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. I don't know where it's all going to go. Mm -hmm. uh, they got they got a tough they got a tough thing to do. These city council people. I I wouldn't want to be in their shoes when they try to please everybody. No, you can't. You'll never please everybody. That's a, a very difficult situation. Yeah, you know. Like, but overall, I think they all do a good job. Down, down you know. Yeah, all right. I know Marvin's not going to agree with me. No, I appreciate. I, like I that, appreciate the fact that they even do it. I mean, you're not going to get rich doing that. They just no. I think they just um, feel what's best for the town. No, they, they. They. I think they do over overwhelmingly. I think all of them do do a good job in their best interest is in the uh, taxpayers of the city. You know. You know. So I'll, I'll let you go in one minute. I. I. I'm going to tell you when I was working at the police and I got to work all the overtime I wanted and I got to make money, I was making good money. You think different. You know, I, I didn't think about people who were 65, 70, 75 and three things, they were retired, they were on a fixed income and they were disabled where they couldn't work anymore even if they wanted to. I didn't think about things like that. Now I'm in the opposite boat. It's, it's mm -hmm. true when you say there's two sides to a coin. So I was on the head side and I wasn't thinking about these other people when it, when I was young and I was working and I had money, but now that I'm retired and I'm on a fixed income, now I see the other side of the coin. Of course, of course. Yeah. Remember, so, remember when you were a kid, forty was like ancient. That's what I'm saying. I know. But back, you know, when you can work and you have money, 
and things are going good for you, you really don't think about the other people. Mm-hmm. You don't. You think about yourself. You're kind of like selfish. <laughs> hey, Larry, I'm going to ask you this. You're a former policeman, and we know that uh, everybody all over the country is just having such a difficult time getting people to even become interested in being a police person anymore. And uh, something's going to give if we can't get people to uh, join the forces. I know they haven't gotten the respect that they should have, and I blame... I don't want to get into politics too much, but I blame one party for that. But uh, how do we get... What should we do to get people well, more you're not, interested? You're not going to get them, and I'm gonna, I'll tell you why very very briefly. But number one, Connecticut came in number one in the whole country as, uh, as uh, the best po- uh, to have the best police uh, job. That's pretty so neat. That was great to see that. Yeah, I know. Uh, but but here, here's the bottom line, Stu. You, you've got each state's got to change their laws back, like Connecticut, what Connecticut did to the police officers. And until they change that law back, that the police are not are, are, are going to be able to be sued for, for looking at somebody the wrong way, they're not going to get police officers because police officers aren't going to put their family and their house and everything else on the line because some idiots decide they're going to make a false complaint against them and now they got to go through all this garbage, right? Uh, you, before, this this didn't happen to a, a, a police officer. And now now it's out there. Now it's you can get sued just for about anything. Well, it's not our, good. You're not going to get police officers until that law is reversed. I know in Norwich, and I think we have a, a really fine police department. They're really having a real struggle finding people. They're just... Yeah, they're nine short right now. Nine short. Can you imagine? My God. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So... All right. Okay, Stuart. Thank uh, you. Nice talking to you this morning. Same here. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi there. Good morning. Hi, Sue. Hi, Sue. What's the matter? You sound a little down in the dumps. Have a cup of coffee. Uh, actually, I'm doing tea, probably why I don't have any energy. I see. I knew that. I know you. <laughs> anyway, you know, here's something Larry was talking about, um, people that are retired and everything. Yeah, I know. This is in yesterday's USA in the money section. Uh, seniors could get 8.6% raise in their Social Security checks in January. Mm. And they're saying, um, in example, if you were getting a check for $1,657 this year, it could bump up to 142.50 extra making it like an $1,800 payment in 2023. Wow, I could fill up my tank with one of those checks. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, yeah, but, you know, everything is self-inflicted on this country. I mean, we don't have to have the high oil prices if he just let us drill and do whatever we got to do. All kinds of stuff self-inflicted. Now, remember I was telling you about California and their drought, and they wanted to build a desalinization plant, but they shot it down? Okay, in USA and the 50 states, this is so stupid, a state panel on Thursday, this is California, rejected a long-standing proposal to build a $1.4 billion desalinization plant to make Pacific Ocean water potable, meaning, you know, salt water drinkable, as the state grapples with persistent drought. 
environmentalists said drawing in large amounts of seawater and releasing the salty discharge back into the ocean would kill billions of marine organisms, organisms, organisms that make yeah. up the base mm-hmm. of the food chain. Mm-hmm. Really? You know, okay, you can build a desalinization plant, give everybody fresh water. That's what Israel does. I, I saw it on a DVD, how Israel's got one, and it works really well. Um, the desalinization plant, if they don't want to put that salt back in the ocean, which, how's it going to hurt it? But anyway, use the salt and make sea salt and sell it. I buy sea salt to cook with. They can use the, the excess salt, dry it, and make sea salt and make some money. You talk about how dumb these people are. You know what my mother used to call them? What did your mother call them? Educated fools. That is what she called them. And that is exactly what that sounds like. It's like self-inflicted. They have a way to make war, you know, make drinkable water for these people, build it and get it going, but they don't want to. And saying putting salt back into salt water is going to hurt stuff, that's the most idiotic thing I have ever heard. And, oh, by the way, one of the other papers, it said that um, Biden is taking in 100,000 uh, Ukrainians. Well, I'm not surprised, but they're waiting in Mexico to come here. So isn't that interesting news? All right. Thank you for all the news today. Oh, well, yeah. I, I just thought this was California one was the dumbest. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Susie, what's new with you? People always say when you meet them, Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii. Then they go, well, how are you? But are you all right? You know, it just takes a while to get to the, the truth in some of these situations. So I hope you get to hear our guest on Lyme disease. It was very important. I want to make sure that I get that in. And if you missed any of our guests, you can go to WICH.com. And link on to Stu's podcast, all right? Also, you can go to WICH.com if you'd like to vote in the your favorite so-and-so. There's a whole thing on that at WICH.com. What else did I want to tell you? Oh, yes, I'm going to tell you I'm going to take a little break, 889-5252, and you would be next on any subject you like. Hello, I'm Sandra Grillo, one of the pharmacists at Utley & Jones Pharmacy. At Utley & Jones Pharmacy, we take pride in maintaining personal relationships with our patients, and we've been at it for nearly 150 years. You've always known that we fill prescriptions, but did you know that we also offer vaccines, medication therapy management, and medication synchronization? Did you know that we are one of the few local pharmacies that still compound special medications for adults, children, and pets? Our convenient location next to the Bacchus Hospital makes it easy for you to pick up your medications, but should you have trouble getting out, call ahead for prompt delivery of your prescriptions, vitamins, first aid supplies, and home health care needs to your home or workplace. You can also check out our services online at www.utleyandjones.com. We look forward to serving you soon. Utley and Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, Norwich. All right, if you didn't call this hour, you're welcome to check in. Welcome to the program. Hi, good morning. Hey, Corey, Stu. 
Yes, sir. Could you get a little closer to the phone, please? Thank you. Oops. Hold on. Can you hear me, Stu? Joe? Yeah, I can hear you now, Joe. You're sounding like yeah, you're got No, I got a three-foot cord. I'm charging my phone. I went last night to use my phone. It's not even a year old. I had to go to Verizon. These guys are wizards. He pulled the cover off the back, pulled the battery, waited 10 seconds, put the battery back in, and my phone started right back up. I didn't lose nothing. Good. So I'm grateful. I thought I had to get another phone again, Stu. Oh, no. But anyhow, I'm call- yeah, I'm calling because... I was looking for, I had Lyme disease twice last year, and I was hospitalized, and it wasn't good. Oh, man, I wanted really? to hear, did I miss that uh, uh, guest? Yeah, she was on at uh, about 10.05. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Danny O said, yeah, 10.05. Well, I had to go out, and uh, I went with Yankee Lady, so I missed the program, and I don't have the, you know, the iPod thing you got, but so it's okay, me, it's all right, it's all good. Tell me about uh, your symptoms when you had Lyme disease. Ah, uh, Stu. I'm not kidding you. One night I got up in the middle of the night. I wasn't drinking or not. You'd think I was stone fall down drunk. I walked into the kitchen, and I was going to get some water out of the water jug, and uh, I, I collapsed right into the refrigerator, and I fell right on my, right down, like I was, like, unbelievable. Like I, mm-hmm. And, I, and I, crawled, I crawled back into my room, and I got into the bed. And I was feeling like dog meat. This is when the corona was heavy. So my neighbor, she was get, she went down to Georgia to see her daughter. So she, and she works for a facility where they elderly women. So she had to have a test. I said, T, take me, and I'll get a test with you at Bacchus. And that's when they had it outside, and we did. I said, T, you got to go around anyhow to the back to get out of here. I said, drop me off the ER. I'm feeling bad. And sure enough, I was in there, Stu. Took blood work and all that. Two hours later, the doctor come on and said, "Look, you got Lyme disease again." And I had it twice. And uh, I'm telling you, it, it's worse than the flu. I couldn't even stand up. I was so weak. That's My horrible. heart rate dropped. I never had a bad heart. So uh, and, the antibiotics got rid of it for you. What? What, uh... what happened was, too, <laughs> they kept me on all these. You know, I was hooked up to all this stuff, mm-hmm. and they monitored me. They monitored me, and I didn't eat for like three days and a half. Finally. I think the fourth day they served me lunch and stuff, and they kept me for a warmer day. My heart rate dropped so low, Stu, they wanted to make sure I was going to be all right. And I don't know and what, what they shoot in you and all that, you know, Stu. But by the time I left up the fifth day, I was feeling really good and, and back up and running. So, But I'm telling you, it was a horrible. It was horrible. My goodness, twice. Was twice. It, was it the same? And they age? were both separate, both separate incidents, and they were from a tick. And I was, and it's funny because I was working out in the back, and it's all brush, oh, and yeah. uh, and sure enough, I must have got bit, and uh, yeah, and they gave me antibiotics the first round from Utley and Jones, and that seemed to help. But I didn't have the conditions I had the second the second time. It was which, worse. Yeah. It was it was way worse too, and they said it could come back and get you, and it did, man. And I'll tell you, I don't like ticks, and I don't ever want anyone. Anyone that ever go through well, Lyme she disease, su- she suggested well, that you it was put, horrible. She suggested that you put DEET on your body when you go out, and that that will uh, help protect you against the ticks. So that's one. That's one another of thing. I worked a lot, after the Navy and all. I worked a lot of construction and industrial kind of work, you know. And and I'm stupid. I really am. A lot of times, oh, I don't need the safety glass. A lot of times, I don't put any. Uh, uh, you know that. Uh, you know, like insect repellent and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I never used it. Hey, I don't and, do it you know, either. I, I got to start thinking 
twice yeah. before I leap because mm-hmm. it does help. And uh, you know, and I'm, I'm Mr. Invincible sometimes. Guess what? It got me. Well, I hope that's the last of that, Joey. Well, thanks, Stu, and I appreciate it very, very much. Yep. Tonight's going to be a taco madness night. I'm making homemade tacos. Well, Look that out. sounds good. I, 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 could, I could eat at least six of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a great day. Thanks. Yeah, you play some good music today for me, will you, brother? All right. Take care. I love you. Hello. Uh, welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Stu. Morning. Three-time lime and one-time babesha. Oh my all God. by um, tick bites. Three times. So, yeah, so that was just, my symptoms were just body aches and, and night sweats, so I kind of lucked out on that. I still went to work and everything. Um, they did, uh, doxycycline was the antibiotic of choice for 21 days, but mm-hmm. you don't want to go in the sun when you're on that because you burn like oh, yeah. crazy. I've heard that, yeah. So uh, you got those then, symptoms, and immediately you knew you had it again. Yeah, yeah. As soon as those came back again, I called. Uh, not only did I find the tick, um, I didn't get the uh, the rings, like mm-hmm. they say is the the you know the standard that you right. get a ring around the tick bite. Something you don't always get that. So You're right. Yeah. Don't, don't go by that for every single time. Mm-hmm. But um, I was able to. Uh, you know, still work through it and everything. When I had Babesha, though, um, they gave me quinine, which made me <laughs> feel sicker. But that was again another uh, another uh, tick-borne disease. But, do, you, do you work um, out in the country, or do you work out where you're? Were you in the? Oh, I take lawn I take hikes with the dogs, and uh, yeah. I do camping, like real camping, with tents or tarps and. Mm-hmm not glamping with the, the big fifth-wheel trailers and all that other stuff. But um, And then back to the, the hiring police stuff, um, I know that Larry mentioned Norwich was down nine. Well, the police union in New London was complaining about they don't think they have enough people to provide adequate uh, safety for fail fest. Sure. They're down 21. Oh, my God, yeah. So it's... It's crazy. Some of it has to do with people wanting to balance budgets. I don't think that's the Norwich case at all. But, no. Um, but some of it has to do with budgets, and some of it has to do with w- why would a guy or girl want to put themselves out there um, having to make a, a split-second decision. I worked with Larry in, in, in Norwich. Mm-hmm. Why, why make a split-second decision? And know that you're going to have, um, you know, a team of people who are going to Monday morning quarterback you afterwards. And all you need to do is make a complaint, and the complaint makes it to the paper. And right. our society now says that you're guilty until proven innocent. Absolutely. That's one of the reasons I think people, I mean, People, have, for some reason, because of propaganda, don't have the respect they should for a policeman, and they say, why? This isn't worth it. Yeah. Back in the good days, mm-hmm. um, I had somebody that came in that wanted to make a complaint against me, and the sergeant listened to him and handed him our our complaint sheet and said, okay, all you have to do is fill out this, this form, and then I'm going to have you raise your hand and take an oath to it and sign that everything that you say in there is, is true, and then we'll start our investigation. And they said, okay, 
And he says, but on the downside of that, if we prove that anything that you say in here isn't factual, then you're going to get arrested for making a false statement. All of a sudden, they didn't want to sign that piece of paper, and they walked out. That's a good idea to do that all the time, yeah. But I think I think the body cams now are actually helping as well, because um, a couple of my friends are still on the police you know, it's it's amazing how people always seem to want, obviously people who are sensible don't, but a lot of people want to jump to the conclusion that right away it's the policeman's fault. Yeah, uh, and just, it has nothing to do with color. I, I worked oh, no. at Norwich PD for, for 21 and a half years, I and I never made an arrest based on color. I never pulled anybody over based on color. There's so many more of us than what you see in the uh, in the media, trying to to hype it all up, does it exist? Absolutely. I don't live with my head in the sand. I know that stuff exists, but it wasn't existing with the vast majority of who I know in the in the police fields, and those didn't make a difference. It was the one or two that did do it that all the stories were all about. Of course, it makes no sense if there's a bad cop to think everybody's a bad cop. Same with a priest or same like anything else. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad you called, though. And, uh, hope Thanks for letting me vent. All right, sure. Anytime. See ya. Nine policemen we need for the Norwich Police Department. It's a wonderful, courageous thing that people do that they want to be policemen. So you can see when there's a shortage of police and a shortage of funding... Just check and see what's going on around the country, huh? I'm floored. I'm floored, too. It feels good to be floored. I'm floored, and I like it. Thanks to Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. Clough for all of your flooring needs. Not just carpet. A huge selection of hardwoods, tile, vinyl, laminate, and area rugs. And Clough installs everything we sell. Clough offers the best service and knowledgeable staff to help you pick the right flooring for your needs and budget. Financing is available for qualified buyers. By the way, thanks to all of our loyal customers for voting us best flooring company by Reader's Choice for another year. Remember, Clough comes to your home to measure and give you an estimate for free. We stand behind our floors. Ask about our Carpet One beautiful guarantee and get ready to be floored with Cloughs. Family owned since 1972. Across from BJ's on Crossroads and Waterford. And at CloughCarpet1Waterford.com. Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. The one-stop shop for your perfect floor. WICH, good morning. Good morning, Stu. How are you today? All right, sir. You know... You got to give credit what credit's deserved, and uh, the knowledge public utilities—not utilities, the, the maintenance men—they come up here to West Plain Cemetery yesterday and they mowed it. Their boss saw them up and see what a beautiful job they did. Hmm. Hats off to them guys. Nice to hear that. And uh, I, I, they don't probably don't get as enough credit as they should, but uh, it's beautiful here this morning. I'm telling you. Well, it's nice that you called about it because, uh, as you say. Give credit when it's due. Yes, and their boss should write up here and look at it and go back and give him a data boy. All right. Don't take an extra five for coffee. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for bringing hey, now that now, another up. thing now, the knowledge bulletin. We just discovered another tunnel into California from Mexico. How long has that been operating? Well, listen, could you, um, could I put you on hold or could you call me back? Because I just realized i got to get into the news. But uh, All right. Okay, I'll catch you later. All right, call me back, all right? 
Yeah. Thank you. Shouldn't have taken that call because I I don't like to rush anybody, but we do have to get to the news. And uh, your number one local connection, Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Jimmy Fowler entertains you at 2.05. It's news time. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Steve Dorsey traveling with the president in Buffalo. The president and first lady paid tribute to the victims of Saturday's attack at the top supermarket here by visiting a makeshift memorial set up outside the store. At the pile of balloons, candles, and flowers, the president quietly put his hand over his heart and then made the sign of the cross. The couple then stepped back as a group, including New York Senator Chuck Schumer, laid a bouquet of flowers at the site. I'm Steve Kaith, and the FDA has just authorized five COVID vaccine booster shots for kids 5 to 11. The CDC is expected to okay that later on this week. It's primary day in five states. CBS's Robert Costa is covering the Republican Senate race in Pennsylvania, featuring a TV personality endorsed by former President Trump. Polls show Dr. Oz out in front, but Kathy Barnett is now surging, with some conservatives who don't buy that Oz is one of them. Retired financial executive David McCormick is also in the hunt. In many voters told us they remain undecided. I'm Jim Crisult in Oak Ridge, North Carolina. We came first thing this morning, so we thought maybe we'd avoid the crowds. Voters here will select Democratic and Republican nominees for the U.S. Senate seat of Republican Richard Burr, who is retiring. Controversial Republican Congressman Madison Cawthorn is facing seven challengers. Latest government reading on the economy out today. Retail sales rose nearly a full percentage point last month. Business analyst Jill Schlesinger. These numbers, they're not adjusted for inflation. So essentially, a big reason that we are spending more money is because prices are rising. AAA says gas prices are still rising, up four cents to a new record high, a national average of four fifty-two a gallon. And the association says it expects more than 39 million people to travel 50 miles or more for the Memorial Day holiday. United Airlines CEO Scott Kirby tells CBS Mornings he's dealing with staff shortages as flyers cope with higher prices. We're not flying as big a schedule as we were before. Before COVID. We're about 13% smaller than we were. That really is about prioritizing operating reliability for customers over the possibility of, of short-term profit. A group of black high school students suspended for trying to protest Confederate flag displays on their Georgia campus outside Atlanta is now suing the school district. We may call them UFOs, but the government moniker is Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, UAP. Because UAPs pose potential flight safety and general security risk, we are committed to a focused effort to determine their origins. Defense Undersecretary Ronald Moultrie before Congress this morning. The Dow is up 180. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. Lockheed Martin understands what it takes to accomplish critical missions around the globe. They know it begins with long-standing partnerships rooted in expertise, interoperability, and trust. The most critical missions call for the F-35. It is essential to Allied air power. Across the growing community of F-35 nations, the need for alliance-based deterrence against evolving threats is stronger than ever. Lockheed Martin, your mission is ours. You've got bugs. What's your move? A rattly can? Or a simple spritz? 
Bugs near your kids and pet? Will it be ingredients you can't pronounce? Ew. Or essential oils? <sighs> Bother the bugs, not your family. Zevo uses essential oils, which attack bugs' biological systems. So Zevo kills bugs, plus is safe for use around people and pets when used as directed. Zevo, people-friendly. Bug deadly. Now at a store near you. A day out today for 96-year-old Queen Elizabeth. Dressed in a canary yellow hat and coat and walking with a cane, Queen Elizabeth came to London's Paddington Station to inspect the new rail service named after her. The new Elizabeth line stretches about 75 miles from Reading, west of London, to Abbey Wood to the east. So it'll go the distance and bring people together. A little like the 96-year-old monarch herself. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. The British government dramatically escalated a fight with the European Union today, saying it will pass a law to scrap parts of the trade treaty known as Brexit, signed by the two sides less than two years ago. Britain says it's moved to change it. An apparent breach of international law is an insurance policy in case it can't reach a deal with the EU to end a long-running dispute over post-Brexit rules. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. WICH with Stu is always on this program. We salute the veterans and the police and the firemen. who People who go out every day, they never know what to expect. And uh, it's a good thing we have them. There's not a perfect world. If somebody does something bad, then they will be punished for it. But these days, it's you're guilty till proven innocent. Jumping the gun. And boy, does that cause more problems, huh? You're on the air. Welcome. Hello, Stu. Hi there. Yes, sir. Well, um, I, I did some, uh, I was watching Fox News this morning. Mm-hmm. And they'll give you more details on that Buffalo shooting. Yes, I've learned that a lot man about it too. Just a madman. Absolutely out of his mind. Absolutely. And you realize he shot a woman, and he had to, and he turned around and reloaded his gun and shot her again. Yeah, no, he was a very ill person. And that's um, being polite. I hope, I hope he gets what he deserves. Um, but. I don't think there's any punishment that can be harsh enough. No, of course, of course. For what he did to all those families, just uh, the grief. They, they were holding it together the first day they were interviewing him, but now they're interviewing the families, and it's really set, settling in right now. And uh, it's just a terrible thing. Um, he passed a background check. Passed a background but, check when he got the gun. Yes, but maybe maybe the background check's got to be Different. more intensified, you know? I know. I mean, there should be some red flags there. I mean, this guy for how many years has been uh, so off the rails, some of the things he said and some of the things that he wrote? Uh, how could there not be a red flag? But I guess there wasn't, unfortunately. Uh, the, the people that failed society the, was the high school and the school board of education that he went to because... They had said he had problems before, and they never addressed it. 
It wanted to blow up. Uh, he wanted to blow everybody in school away, and that had nothing well, to do with race, color, or creed. He just wanted it, to it, kill them all. It, it happens in Connecticut too, when people uh, calling a bomb, kids call calling a bomb threat or something like that. They get arrested, and they separate them from the schools. They have special schools in one that have one person in the room, and they sit sit there and they study, and and they're monitored by. A teacher's aide, or something like that. Well, you got to do that. You got to do that. I mean, that's you got to play things as safe as you possibly can. They can't be allowed back on the campus. I mean, this guy went for some kind of hospitalization for what a day, and then they let him go. I don't know. Just I've got two two points to make about. Uh... Yes, sir. I lost you there. You come in. Come in. Major Tom, come in. Maybe now? No, try it again. Get a... Yeah, okay. How you doing? You're back. Okay. Yep. Well, anyway, um, sometimes municipalities like to run short on police departments, especially the state of Connecticut, because when they have a lack of policing, policemen and women, they don't have to give them cars. They don't have to buy them uniforms. They don't have to give them paid vacations. They don't have to give them a salary. They Those positions have to be plugged in by other policemen, which probably they get a ton of overtime, but it's still cheaper for the cities. But I, I think, and it's a shame it's going to happen this way, if this keeps up in the future, like, what was it, nine, nine patrolmen uh, short in Norwich? Nine or short in Norwich, and um, somebody said 21 in New London or something like that. That's that's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And, and I think if you're going to, what you're going to see uh, in the coming years, uh, they're going to lower the standards to be a policeman. And they're going to do it quietly. And so that's going to mean you're probably going to have less qualified people as policemen in this country. And which is which could lead to more mistakes on the job, you know. Well, that's um, you know obviously if they lower the standards, that's never going to work. Um, but that's what what they might do. But they, you won't hear that from anybody, because um, uh, especially the Connecticut State Police, they're doing a heavy recruitment drive now for minorities, and it seems to be working out. I, I noticed. Uh, on the TV, uh, press releases and stuff, and interviews that they have more women. Well, they're doing women right now. Um, they, they're getting more women and more more minorities, which well, is good. God bless them. I, they, they passed the test and they want to do it. God bless them. That's wonderful. I'm a retired firefighter, and I'll tell you what, I can't imagine two jobs that uh, for me would be the most desirable jobs in the country, you know, it's, it was almost like I won a lot of when I got that job, you know, I learned so much about life and compassion for people, um, where I thought, when I came on, I thought I knew it all, but you don't know it all, you see, the, you see the other side of the coin of poverty and people with problems in life. Oh, of course, of course, uh, you know, sometimes we skip along our merry way and don't realize what other people are going through. That's exactly. I mean, we That's should always do the best of, we can. The way you put it. Yeah. Skip skip along our merry way. So, uh, 
As a fireman, probably asked you this a long time ago, what was your most memorable or dangerous situation through the years you were a fireman? Probably the most sad situation was uh, the fire on Lake Street with the three children we killed. Oh, yeah. And uh, one of the most massive fires was the uh, downtown next to the Dime Savings Bank where the Cohen brothers died. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that was a big fire, and that you know there were there were people in the building. That was the most dangerous part. Oh my but god! But I wasn't I'm sure. I wasn't first due to that. I was called in mm-hmm. from home. Do you and ever? Was, uh, do, you ever shocking, do you ever you know? miss? Do you ever miss it? Yeah. Oh, I miss the camaraderie every day. Yeah, oh, the camaraderie, sure. Um, you know, because uh, policemen and firemen, they act like a team everywhere they go. It's no I, it's we. Well, I certainly and, have all the respect in the world for you folks that do jobs like that, and I don't like the way police are being treated these days. Not at all, not at all. And it's uh, you know, defunding the police, which was one of the dumbest things I ever heard. So um, maybe we're getting smarter as the crime gets uh, more elaborate around the country. Uh, Maybe people are saying, hmm, maybe we could use more police. Maybe we should give them more money. You you know, since 9-11, the uh, fire service has changed so much, though. It's become so much uh, more professional. Yeah. And there's quite quite more categories. You have to learn more training. Uh, and the police departments, you know, they could start the, uh, funding the police departments again, but I don't know how long it's going to take them to recover from this, you know? I don't know. All I know is that some politicians are airheads, and they uh, they just don't get it. But I appreciate once, your call. Yes, sir. Once criminals get into neighborhoods and stuff, it's very hard to get them out, you know? And uh, when you have the... Uh, when they're running the roost and they can do whatever they want to do, it's not good at all, especially in the big cities. Oh, of course. I mean, policemen through the years, I've been interviewing them. Say one, should they say I keep arresting the same people over and over and over and over? And one more short thing, though. Yes, sir. They had an investigation uh, the, on Pentagon came out with pictures, classified, they declassified pictures of UFOs. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I'm going to tell you something. That's kind of scary to look at that stuff. The first person I thought of was JoJo. <laughs> yeah, I gotta. I hope JoJo calls us back. I sure hope he does because they come out with the pictures today. Yeah. And you, you, they, they're from aircraft carriers. They're from uh, military planes. Uh, and you can't explain what it, what they are, but they they look like they're something. And they haven't done that in 50 years, so yeah, folks are going to be seeing a lot of those pictures. And That'll be in the newspapers tomorrow, you'll read about and that. And there's still somebody, uh, there's still some things that they are still holding back, but it's incredible. We'll look into that. Thanks for the call, oh, sir. Appreciate anytime, it. Still. Yeah, after 50 years, they're releasing these things that what are they? Are they UFOs? Are they aliens? Are they what are they? Hmm? Government is holding back on some other things, and you wonder what that possibly could be. But it's always interesting and fascinating. And maybe our pal JoJo, my UFI, UFO guy, will call us.
At Pinnell's Auto, we won't put you in a vehicle we wouldn't put our grandchildren in. My way's better. Even the mouthy ones. Need a quality pre-owned vehicle that'll save you thousands over buying new? Trust Pinnell's Auto Sales. Need repair and maintenance done right at a fair price? Trust Pinnell's Auto Center. Clean and simple, our family wants your family to have a dependable ride. That's why we won't put you in a vehicle we wouldn't put our grandchildren in. Grandpa, you're wrong. Even the mouthy ones. On Route 32 in Unclesville, online at PinnellsAuto.com. Pinnell's Auto. Spring is here, and now is the time to get your home looking its best. And that means protecting your biggest investment with interior and exterior painting by Joe Tambora Painting. Joe Tambora Painting is a full-service residential and commercial painting company that has been serving customers with the highest quality painting in New London County and beyond since 2001. Joe Tambora Painting is committed to excellence, and that means your job will start on schedule and finish on schedule. And Joe and his crew of experienced painters will take all aspects of the job, from prepping to clean up seriously. Joe Tambora Painting also offers power washing, light carpentry, drywall, staining, wallpaper removal and installation and can make your home the envy of your neighborhood. Joe Tambora Painting does the highest quality work at a reasonable cost and is committed to excellence. There is no job too big or small. Call Joe Tambora Painting today for a free estimate at 860-886-8150. That's Joe Tambora Painting. Call today 860-886-8150 and ask for Joe. WICH with Stu. It's up to 69 degrees. I love these politicians who uh, defund the police, or the police force, blah, blah, blah. Police are bad. And they're surrounded for protection by police everywhere they go. wonder how that would work out if they weren't. All right, we have an open line. I've got an open line, 889-5252. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Good morning. Morning. Could you get closer to the phone? Um, is this better? It's better, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. I just met Bob Stefanowski. Mm-hmm. I just got back from the Rally Point Veterans Coffee House, and he was there. Oh, good, good. I was just two rows behind him at the Republican convention. But I got a chance to introduce myself today. So how did Are you, you feel about... Yeah, I'm here. How did you feel about uh, him? Did you get to know him better? We talked. We spoke briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, he talked about crime, but as I mentioned a few weeks ago, his website really isn't developed. And I was more concerned about a situation that I'm involved in with mental health, Um. So, at any rate, I met him briefly. I told him I would be in touch with him again. Good. But I heard the gentleman talking about police officers and Norwich having a shortage. Yes. What is the cause of the shortage? Well, it's these days because the way people act towards police, some people with no respect... Many more police are getting hurt these days. There have been more shootings of policemen because of the ridiculous rhetoric that has uh, been come about. And uh, people, they, a lot of policemen, in my opinion, just don't, they want to, hey, we don't want to do that anymore. We don't Is get the support. Is it possible that someone starts in Norwich and then they find another public safety position to go to for more hours or something? Well, I suppose they could do that, but I mean, they uh, they just can't pe- get anybody to start. 
Maybe they could have tons of hours, but they're nine police short than they should have. Well, one, one, one comment that I did want to make is I try not to psychoanalyze anything because people have tried to psych- psychoanalyze me, and they, they've often been way off base um, in the past over the years. So I, I don't try to psychoanalyze whether or not we're going to have less qualified officers. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but it's possible that we need to re-envision and re-update how our NPD force is structured in the first place. How it's structured? Yeah. Um It's hard to explain, but a lot of our policies, both at the municipal level and the state level, are very, very old policies on how we are structured. And we have many, many more people now, as you know, and I I can't go into details because it would take more time. But I did wanted to call in, and I did want to make a comment that um, sometimes on our city website, we don't post things that we need to um, on the city website itself. So I, 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 I'm not very well spoken this morning. I apologize. No, I understand and I your point ha- on that. I have a 12:15 commitment, mm-hmm. but I think I think we're getting high quality people into the jobs. I don't think that the quality of public safety is going to go down. I think the problem is you get an occasional officer and then people overgeneralize um, about public safety officials being not very nice people, um, like the George Floyd murder. So, you know, it's the kind of thing where public safety is something that we is essential. We need to expand it, but maybe we need to figure out why we're short nine officers right now. All right. Well, thank you for your comments. You're welcome. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Sue. Oh, yeah. Well, what? I, yeah, I what? think um, the police thing has to do with the ridiculous um, rules and hand tying and and finger pointing that our our local government not local but our state governments put on them hey you know that book i told you that i have it was printed in 2013 and it's called the extraordinary book of useless information oh but yes i remember actually mm-hmm. there's information in here that many years later is not useless that's interesting. Okay, listen to this. All right, give me some. All the germ strains, because I'll tell you, it covers everything, science and you name it. All right. All the germ strains used by Iraq to develop its biological warfare weapons program came from the United States. They were supplied by the Center of Disease Control, CDC. You're talking about Iraq now? Yeah, this is way back when. All germ strains used by Iraq to develop biological warfare. Now, remember that was the reason Cheney said we were going to go in. They had biological weapons and all kinds of, you know, mass destruction. Well, like they're saying right here. 
everything they had, I don't know where it went, everything they had, you know, Iraq, to develop warfare weapons program came from the U.S., and it's the CDC. And you know who, um, oh, Fauci was in there way back in the 80s. He has been in there forever, so he would have been around then. And it says... The American Type Culture Collection, a biological sample company, in the 1980s, the CDC claims it thought, this is so dumb, CDC claims it thought that anthrax, botulism, and West Nile virus would be used for medical research. Really? Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right, I'm so just the CDC mystified here. Mm-hmm. has been up to no goodness since then I mean they gave money to, to China they gave money to Morocco to torture so you're saying you're saying that Saddam Hussein we, we went in because weapons of mass destruction is what they said yeah they, don't you remember it was not found when we went in there no and well, Saddam Hussein I mean hey Saddam Hussein was saying that allegedly because he wanted people to think he had them but he didn't really have them so, I mean, there's been a lot of confusion with that whole story. Oh, oh well, well, this this book came out under Obama. There's things in there about Trump, even. They weren't picking on him back then. Uh, you know, anything and anybody who was anybody back then, famous uh, singers, Lady Gaga, you name it, they're all in there. Mm-hmm. Little tidbits about right. here, tidbits about them give, there. Give me, uh, give me one more useless information thing, and then I got it wrong. One more? You yeah. know what? Can I save it for the two, one to two hours? All right, you can save it. All right. I'll, 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 you Make want, it a good what do one. Here? Personalities, yeah, maybe? Yeah, personalities. Something, something lighter. Stars? Yeah, that'd be lighter. Personalities. Yeah, yeah. all right. I'll yeah. look it up. Thank okay, you. Okay, thanks. We want to know what personalities have ever had athletes' foot. I think it's very important. Let's take this call before the break. WICH, welcome. Hi, good morning. Good morning to you. You're listening to Stu. Hi, welcome. You're on the air. Okay. Let's move along here. I get a little embarrassed when I say this, but if you're interested in voting for me on the uh, the day best of contest, if you think that I am worthy of that, go to WICH.com and you can push the button and you'll be linked to the uh, the day voting thing thingy whatever you call it and go down the list arts and entertainment and vote who you think should be the top banana which is a really weird expression top banana you're on the air welcome hey Stu I'm calling back second quarter hey if you could play Johnny Cash on your uh, suit uh, you know uh, once I'm oldies how about a girl named Sue? Play for Sue. <laughs> Johnny Cash, but it's Stu. I haven't played and that in a long one, time. Mark Twain used to play. I love it. Uh, Mark Twain. And, and Danny plays it. I love it. It's my favorite song, Get Back, JoJo. I love Get Back, but maybe we can get that UFO identified flying object on your radio station. All right, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the program. Yeah, hi, Stu. Hi there. Hey, I was just calling in regards to the Saddam Hussein thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I remember on CNN there was there was large numbers of vehicles 
of course, fleeing the country before we came. We told them long ahead of time we were coming. Um, Saddam's things were in mobile weapons labs, and the theory was, according to a lot of people, that he just had them driven across the border into Syria. Mm -hmm. People said, oh, no, there's no way. He didn't get along with that guy. And then, you know, you know, several years ago now, uh, Assad started using chemical weapons. So I would say that that is evidence. Yeah, that, that theory that's another theory. Started. That's another theory, too. Uh, it was a very confusing time, and people said, well, in hindsight, we shouldn't have gone in there. But even even Saddam Hussein said he had them. So Well, I say in hindsight, we definitely should not have gone in there. Mm -hmm. But I am very sure, I am very sure that those weapons were there and that the, the ones that were still active, the, 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 the ones in the, the trucks, went to Syria. And that they were, they were used, just not by Saddam Hussein. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Thank you for that. All right. I'll see you later. Let me take a break. 89-5252. When the open road called, you listened, got your CDL, and began your career as a truck driver. But after many years and hundreds of thousands of miles logged, it's time for a change. You still have a passion for the work. So consider this, becoming an instructor at the 160 Driving Academy in Waterford. Great communication skills, punctuality, and real-world experience. If that describes you, then call or visit the 160 Driving Academy and help instruct and inspire the next generation of drivers. Go to 160drivingacademy.com for more info and to apply. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. What a difference a day makes. Mostly sunny today, breezy and less humid. Temperatures in the mid-70s. Tonight, mostly clear to partly cloudy, overnight low 50. Wednesday, mostly sunny for much of the day, increasing cloudiness towards sunset. Temperatures in the low 70s. How delightful. Thursday, a chance for showers early, otherwise a mixture of sun and clouds. Highs in the low 70s, upper 70s for inland Connecticut, mid to upper 70s for inland Connecticut. In the early warning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney. Wish this you is Lori Lloyd with Medication Awareness. 67 in Norwich, 65. Back with some info about this important issue. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. According to the World Health Organization, 50% of medicines sold online by websites that hide their physical address are counterfeit. There are hundreds of stories about patients being harmed by medication purchased online, as there are few specific online pharmacy laws. As certain drugs become more expensive and some patients take on more of the cost burden, some people have even gone online to buy life-saving drugs such as cancer medications. Just be aware and do your research. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Temperatures jumped up to 70 degrees. Welcome. Thanks for holding. You're on. Hi, Stu. I just wanted to say you gave me a breath of fresh air today. Oh, good. So yeah, no, you did, because, you know, you're so to the truth, you know what I'm saying? 
and you yourself, and you don't take all this. Uh, hold on, uh, the the stuff, I guess, is the proper word, I guess, and you know your audience, and I love the fact about you, because oh. you know your audience, and you know how to handle them, and I really appreciate you just being you. You know, you've been on this air for so many years, and I just really appreciate it. You make my day, because I come on after I get out of work, and I hear all these people saying stuff, and they sometimes they treat you like Excuse me, <laughs> but um, I really appreciate how you stand up for yourself and be the man that you are. So I just wanted to say thank you for that because you made my day tonight. Well, you made my day too. Thank you so much. Enjoy the day. You're, okay, you have a good day too. Thanks. Thank you. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Stu. Good morning. Good morning. You sound better today. Well, yeah, yeah. I've been up for a while. That always helps. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um. I wanted to say since, I think from Friday of last weekend to Sunday, there was nothing but shootings or what have you. Terrible, terrible, I, terrible weekend. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was in Milwaukee after that sports game. Yep. And then we had the flea market, I think it was in Chicago, and maybe. And then you had the church. It, yeah. And you know that. The world, the word from the church kind of tickled me because they hog-tailed him or something, the man said. That's right. They got him before he killed other people, and they tied him up. What a blessing. My goodness, um, yeah. The the, pa- the pastor was one of the ones that helped, and, um, and then, of course, the other thing is just horrible, just too many. And then, you know, even over the weekend here in Connecticut, they had a party someplace in Hartford, and a kid got stabbed to death. It looked, you know, it was just a, a party, I guess, for the, the kids that won the game. But this stuff is out of hand. Um, just, you know, every day, every single day. And the mass shootings were just, we're not, wow, we're not prepared uh, I I don't know where the parents are with these young kids. You know, no, we certainly um, like you to, know, I have Yeah, go ahead. I have young, I mean, you know, my grandkids are much older, but then I got great-grandkids coming up. And I just don't know with all these incidences that we face every day. How is it the parents, is it the system? Aren't people, I mean, really, I think we need to be tough. And that man that did that uh, with the 10 people in that grocery store, I'm sorry, he, he deserves the death penalty. Well, he, prob- if, he probably won't get it, but he, he uh, if he ever gets out of jail, that would be a sin. Of course. But right away, they're beating that mental health issue, that mental health issue. And I just pray to God that they don't use that in the court. You well, know, even and if, say, well, even if they not did, well. Even if they did, and they it, wouldn't let him out again. I hope not, Stu, but you know, each I, I'm looking back to, I'm old. So 60 years ago, um, I, you know, I was a young person, and I had a baby and everything, and a second one on the way. So I've seen a lot of different changes. And, you know, if people, 
things are just not right. I I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to our world, our United States. I'm very concerned. What's going on? I'm very I, concerned about uh, our country. I truly am very oh concerned. Gosh, we yes. need uh, we need leaders, and we sure do. We just need them. And yeah, I, I don't mean, know what happened. Some people are followers, do, but it takes a good leader. You know, some people won't stand their ground with things, and that's what we need. We need to get back to being Americans, and I'm not saying being mean to people, but I remember the Japanese getting rounded up, and that was unfair. So now with us people that want crime fixed, are they going to round us up? I mean, because it doesn't look good. Everything is going wrong. Well, if that and ever I'm, happened... I'm very thankful. You know, I'm an old woman now, Stu, and I'm very thankful to be alive, but over my years of living... I have seen, I've had a horrible shooting in my own family. And I'm telling you, can you imagine those 10 people and all the other people that got shot over the weekend losing their children? I mean, um, the Dudos thing is coming up uh, with the girl that never found her body. And my uh, my daughter-in-law goes up to where she uh, was lived and they, there's a whole group of women that are against uh, this type of stuff. But I told her, you be careful. You just be careful. You need to stay away from this kind of stuff. You're talking about need... uh, the, the the abuse that she took. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, or? well, she, uh, Dulos. Uh, they never found the body. They never found the body. And, of course, Stu, the uh, husband uh, took he, his own yeah, life. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's just been a person... After two years, he killed his wife and said somebody came in and did it to them. But he's off to jail. But we need to stand together. I mean, truly, I'll be gone in a few years. And I pray to God, you young people out there listening, you get a hold of this for us, for our children, grandchildren. Because you know you've got grandchildren, and one day you're going to have great-grandchildren. We oh, want these I, people, everyone, th- to be safe. I think they're pretty and great the only now, way to actually. do it is mm-hmm. stand together. All right. We have to. You have a Thank wonderful you, day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Where's my chocolate? 71 degrees, low humidity. Beautiful day. Hope you will take advantage of that. Sunny, breezy, less humid, 75 for a high. Mostly clear to partly cloudy, a bit cooler, low 50. Wednesday, mostly sunny. For much of the day, increasing cloudiness towards sunset, high 72. And Thursday, chance for a shower early, otherwise a mix of sun and clouds, 76. 72. Chuck Schumer. You've heard of him. He was on the news, and uh, I think he's a despicable human being. You should have heard the divisive things he was saying about our country. As if every person... Is a racist. All these people that's, uh, that call everybody a racist, I, I'm a little suspicious of them. I just had to get it off my chest. I was saying, boy, I wish I could tape that so I could play it back to you. You could hear this buffoon talking in a time when uh, we need to come together. He was just splitting everybody apart. There, I said it. That's why I tune in so I can vent with myself.
For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MAD.org. Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson of Dime Bank. Are you planning on adding to or building the home you've always dreamed of? Dime Bank is one of the few local lenders to offer construction loans, and our residential lending team can help you keep costs down as your walls go up. So if you have the perfect blueprint, we have the perfect loan. It's your home, your bank, your dime. Dime Bank Community Banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, 493990. In case you're new to our program, hi. Welcome to WICH AM and FM. This is a t- when we do the talk show portion of our program. All opinions are welcome. We don't have that screener who hides in the back room and screens calls. Yes, what's your name? What's your topic? We don't do that. A lot of places do, however, but that's not my style. Some little odds and ends. So was uh, somebody wrote, My uncle is a frugal man. He once told the woman at the movie theater box office that since he couldn't remember if he'd seen the film, he wouldn't buy a ticket until he was sure. And with that, he marched inside and found a seat. A half hour later, the manager, followed by two police officers, collared him. As they escorted him out, my uncle shouted, I'm still not sure whether I saw this. Supposedly a new, uh, a real true story. Some of these things that were sent into the uh, digest here. Scenes from a, ma- a marriage. Are you a June bride or a groom to be? Partake in wisdom from those who have come before you. Here's one. Welcome to marriage. You'll now provide full details about the quality of your sleep, the number of times you went up to tinkle and any areas of pain before you even open your eyes in the morning. Supposedly these were at marriage ceremonies. Marriage is just listening to your husband talk about what he wants to grill on the weekend. Well, always, guys always want to grill the food. I'll make the hot dogs and the hamburgers, and I'm not one. Hey, you can grill. I'm not into the grill. Ever since the time when I saw that flame go about like Jack and the Beanstalk. Good thing I didn't have long hair in the front. Well, here's a cute one about marriage. It says, 70% of marriage is yelling, what, from a different room? 70% of marriage is yelling, what, from a different room? That's a fun, uh, that's a cute one, huh? Marriage is having separate tubes of toothpaste because your spouse squeezes squeezes it wrong. People actually have arguments over that. It says 12% of marriage is disagreeing on which plastic containers are recyclable. Marriage is just your spouse perpetually standing in front of the kitchen drawer or cabinet you need to open. Get out of here. Hmm. Hmm. Here's one. Why are you stealing our trash? The kid was horrified that the garbage men are doing their job. Stealing trash. Some of these are cute. Some of these are, hmm. But I like to find the cutest ones I can for you and throw them out there. we got a news break coming soon, but still many uh, minutes 
many minutes for uh, any call at 889-5252. Also, as we get towards quarter of, we can take some swap and sell items as well. How do you make the most of your land? Shaw does it behind the wheel of a John Deere 1025R compact tractor. Why do I go by Shaw? Shaw stands for skilled hands at work. And he lives up to the name as he uses his versatile tractor to make the earth take the shape that I wanted to take. I love it. But the Hubbards use their 1025R to do both vegetables and my flowers as well. It's exciting putting your stuff out there, learning something new. And the Allens fire up their John Deere 3032E compact tractor to grow about nine acres of cut flowers. And they all have fun names like Diva, Cornell Bronze, Judge the Dahlia Man. Because the beauty of having land is deciding how to make it yours. I want to make my yard look beautiful. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. D.H. Marvin has been a John Deere dealer for over 85 years. They're accepting orders now for the 2022 season. See D.H. Marvin, South Main Street in Colchester today. Did you ever get a John Deere letter? WICH, welcome. Good morning, Stu Breyer. Hello, Marvin Ceruto. I have a confession here. Okay. Uh, I went to a coffee house, so I haven't heard any of your show. Okay. But on the way home, you're talking about grilling and maybe I can help people understand something here. Sure. When I lived in Florida, I never used the kitchen. We did everything on the grill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and I'll tell you what, I think it's it's healthier for you if you grill meat. And if you're like me, I'm a meat eater. And if you grill it, um, I believe you, you get a healthier meat, you uh, render off all of the, the fats and uh, the things that aren't good for you, and also, you can get those, we had one of these frying pans that had, it was a vegetable fry pan, and we used to do like zucchini or squash in there, and or cauliflower or something like that, and sit on that grill and olive oil and let, that, let those babies cook up, I'm telling you what. Grilling is, it's in its in our blood. I don't know how to explain it. Really? Grilled blood? I, I don't know how to explain it. If women don't understand it, you really need to try to understand it. You know, like men try to understand women sometimes, and maybe women should try to understand men sometimes. Why do you think that more men like to grill? Yeah. Why? I don't understand it. I don't feel that way, but more men do. what's interesting is I've worked at a couple of restaurants, and when I worked at the Thirsty Turtle down in Florida, we had a chef. And man, she loved to grill. She was from Jamaica, and she was like a grill master. She was like a super griller. And, <laughs> and she'd, she'd make chutney. And for those of you who don't understand what chutney is, it's basically a relish. It's papaya and mango. And maybe a little orange. You could throw a little orange in there, a little lime if you want to. And it's it's basically all chopped up and mixed up and then chilled. And then you chill it overnight. Everything everything that tastes good you chill overnight. But when we make the sauces for the for the wings, we made fantastic um, buffalo wings. And I know buffalo's in the buffalo's in the news, but you know, buffalo should be famous for their wings instead of their crime. Um, but anyway, so we'd make the buffalo wings, and it's real simple to make buffalo wings. Um, it's a it's a real simple recipe. It's like a tomato base. The margarine we 
So do you do a lot of cooking now, Marv? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. We do a lot of takeout, too. And I, I visit a lot of restaurants, too. That's my favorite cooking. It's called takeout cooking. Takeout cooking. Um, actually, I like bland stuff. You know, I'll boil up some brown rice and just fry up some pork chops and get that bottle of Tabasco sauce, and I'm happy. And then just have a salad, you know, just lettuce and mm-hmm. some olive oil. So I kind of, I've always enjoyed fundamental kind of cooking. But grilling is fantastic, man. Um, All right. I don't want to grill you too much on that, but... Uh, all right. Thank well, you. Well, from some people. I'm sorry I didn't listen to you. That's all right. But you know what? Bob Stefanowski showed up. We were at the yeah, Easter I know. Seals. A listener told me. Uh, yes. She sat right behind him. We were at the Easter Seals um, Center, and uh, and today we had the TVCCA, which I'm former. I'm the former coordinator for TVCCA. Mm-hmm. Two years there and five-year volunteer. And uh, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on a respite. I guess they call it a respite. I um, I retired, but my boss was there. Gene was there, and and you know, we we love each other. There's no doubt about it. Well, that's good. No, yep. I'm glad there was a nice turnout. Oh today. yeah, and they had a nice turnout. And but uh, the Bob Stefanowski was a big surprise for me. And I've known him five years, and I've known his wife Amy for five years, and. Um, uh, I give him credit. He went to Poland to help out. That was a wonderful thing he did. He's done, and he did things here in mm-hmm. Connecticut. Um, he really should be our governor. If I can get a little political, I will I will tell you that um, he has my full support. He really does. Really, we hope to have him on the show and, and the governor on, and um, we can get to know him all better. When when you talk to him, he's he's got a, he's got a very calm and direct um, way about explaining solving problems and, mm-hmm. and, and coming up with solutions. And that's what we need. We need some people that come up with solutions. And you still need to get Tony D'Angelo on your show. All right, Mike. Enjoy the day. Thanks. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Uh, we know a lot of people need prayer and want prayer, and I hope a lot of people pray for me and I thank you for that. We would love to pray for you. Oops, she left me. Sounds like a country song. She left me with a cold dinner. Ah, cooking. We could talk about food all day. Oh, grateful when our wives are good cooks. I'm grateful. Grandkids, they like to cook. I've noticed that. Really? Every time they come over to the house, they want to cook, which is okay. No problem. People say, do you cook? No, I don't cook. I mean, I can do, I can heat things. you got to start somewhere, right? You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Stu. Uh, I'd like to ask you a question, please. I've been away from from Norwich for the winter in Florida, and um when I came back and turned on WICH, your show has not changed, and the morning show has not changed. I'm just wondering, could you explain to me a little bit about what's going on with everything? With yeah, we WICH put, um, now? during the week, we put some different uh, talk shows on. We have Jimmy Fallon, 
Sky Sebastian in the afternoon, and we have a, a policeman who just started a show who has a talk show. And uh, in between, we have uh, hits of the 60s and 70s. Most of the weekend, it's all 60s and 70s music. So yes, I really like that. That's basically what's been going on. Okay. And we're certainly always uh, interested in what people think of the shows because if there's a problem, maybe we'll try to replace it with something else. Okay. Um, now, who is the policeman and what time is he on? He's on from 8 to 11. And he's, a, he's not a local. He he does a, a talk show all over the country. Yeah, that's okay. at 11 from 8 to 11. Okay. So I have tried to listen to a couple of the other shows, which to me are all Fox-themed. Mm-hmm. And um, you think that's fair to those of us who are not Fox-themed? Well, absolutely. I mean, if you don't, you know, like what they have to say, uh, certainly you have a right to express that. But right now, it's they seem to be the most popular, getting popular. Jimmy Fallow, who does a lot of humor in his show as well, and always says he'll take calls from no matter what side of the fence you're on. Uh, he's becoming very popular after two o'clock. And the show at night is very new. It's uh, Officer Tatum show, and he talks a lot about crime and justice and uh, some of the laws. And I think you might really get to like him. I don't know if you're a late nighter. You may want to. No, no, I'm not. But I'm going to try to at least check him um, out. Mm-hmm. Listen to him for a little while. But I'll tell you, um, I've called in before. I'm from the other side. That's fine. And I find it very difficult to call in because. The people that call you, and even yourself sometimes, you put the other side completely down. And I, I can't handle that. I can't handle calling and discussing all of this with you. No. I do listen to both sides. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I would not. I read and I listen. I would not put you down for giving your opinion. I never do well, that. I know, but sometimes. I mean, it, I give it's mine. Very, very hard. If you, some of your listeners are, I mean, I think it's great that they call in, and I have been a listener for over fifty years, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sorry to say, I love your morning show. Uh, I think he's great, and I still enjoy you most of the time. I have to admit, I will turn it off at times, but uh, I'm really disappointed in all this. But I just wanted to tell you and I'm give glad you, you my opinion, and uh, thank you very much, and that's it. So were you down in Florida for the winter? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And we go, we've go. we been gone for quite a few years now, and mm-hmm. uh, just for the winter, and uh, it's really a- nice. I like it. I'm a warm-weather person. Well, I'm, I'm so. trying to do just, uh, you know, I'm trying to uh, have a lot of different guests now, uh, more guests, and trying to mix it up, so... Glad well, to hear I like from that you. When you do that, yeah. so I will try to listen to your show. I I was really turned off when I first came back and heard everything, and I wasn't going to listen to you, mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to listen to WICH at all. But I have been, I keep trying, and uh, I do like Dan in the morning. He's very good. I do like all your music on the weekends, and um, good. I, I think that you are trying to be more fair by having different people on. So I hope you continue to do that. All right. Well, have both sides. Welcome home. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
Sunny, breezy, and less humid. High about 75. Tonight, mostly clear to partly cloudy, a bit cooler, 50. Wednesday, mostly sunny. Much of the day, increasing cloudiness towards sunset, 72. Thursday, chance of a shower early, otherwise a mix of sun and cloud, 76. Our temperature is very mature. It's 71 degrees. Nice, comfortable May weather. You're on the air. Hi. Whoops. Thank you for the hang-up. Keeps everything in perspective. Don't forget to check us out uh, online at WICH.com. You'll hear all the latest news, things that are happening on WICH AM and FM. If you'd like to vote in that reader's poll that uh, the day has, all that information on our radio station. In the meantime, I do have a few minutes before the news if you want to check in on any subject. And this will give me an opportunity to tell you about some things that are going on in our community that we don't want you to miss. But let me take this call first. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Mr. Stu. Hi, there. I'd like to hear callers from the other side, and she said she was from the other side, but you let her off the hook. You should have asked her what she likes about Mr. Biden. Well, didn't I, I didn't that. want to interrogate her. I, if she wanted to talk about it, she's welcome to do so. Well, she said she was from the other side. She might have wanted to say what she loves about Mr. Biden, what he's well, doing I, so good for our country. I said to her, I said to her, I said to her that, you know, I'm not going to put in, you down if you have uh, a different if, opinion. If it was an all liberal, I listened to your station, but if it was an all-liberal station, I obviously wouldn't listen to it, okay? Yep. Uh, uh, but your station was uh, half and half. I listened to Glenn when he was on in the morning. Oh, yeah. I listened to him all the time when he was on. I didn't agree with a lot of things that he, he's for in politics, but I still listened to him. I thought he had good guests on. No, that's good. And stuff. I think uh, huh? people should take in all sides. I wish more of the... The uh, Democrats would call me, and liberals would well, call me. I'm just telling I'm sure you that we could agree on some things. I listen to his show every morning like I listen to you every day. So, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what side you're on. If, uh, you know. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. But it would have been nice if you asked her what she, what she liked about Mr. Biden and the Democrats so much and what he's doing well, so I, for our country. I, I, had, like I had a feeling she didn't want to go there, but thank you for the call. Okay. i got to go. Hi, WICH, you're on the air. Yes. Well, coming from uh, North Stoynton, Preston. I'm not, uh, he- I'm not hearing you good. What is it? Cell phones are... Right. Uh, try that again, because I didn't hear you. That woman called and said that Social Security is going to get a raise. I'd like to know more about that. Who should get a raise? Social Security. Oh, Social Security. Yeah, uh, Susan said that earlier. I hadn't heard that at all. I I don't know where she heard that. Well, uh, anybody who knows anything, please call in and call us. All right, thank you. That always gets people perked up when somebody says, uh, you know, there's going to be a raise in Social Security, but... uh, I don't know where Susan heard that, but I had not heard that at all. She made it sound like a pretty good raise, too. Hmm. There's raises, and then there's pretty good. we got about a minute before the news at noon, and then we'll take our lunchtime oldie break. WICHI. Just calling back on that. I got it out of USA Today, yesterday's paper, 8.6% 
possible raise possible. in Social Security possible. for January. Possible. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, okay. it says it could be coming. 8.6%. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. I want more than possible. It's impossible. Put a watermelon on your nose. It's oh, that's maybe I'll play that song today by Perry Como. That's a wonderful song. All right, looks like uh, I'm out of time. The phones are buzzing, but we got to get to the news, and then we take a lunchtime oldie break. Some of the greatest music ever recorded. Some of the greatest artists from your number one local connection, WICHAM thirteen ten. And W233DB in Norwich on our FM dial 94.5. To the news we go with 71 degrees and sunny. Let's see what's going on. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kathan. New action in the pandemic. The FDA has approved the Pfizer COVID vaccine booster shot for kids 5 to 11 years old. A CDC OK and rollout could come later this week. CBS's Dr. David Agus. An increase in immunity is pretty predominant with that booster shot. The real question is, do kids need it? What we did see is that protection went down over time with that vaccine in children, although it still protected remarkably well against serious illness. Just 30% of kids in that age group have gotten the first two shots. Not a Buffalo. President Biden is there in the aftermath of the supermarket shooting. It was a solemn moment for the president and first lady as they visited a makeshift memorial outside the top supermarket. Paying their respects to the victims of the attack, the president stood at the site with his hand over his heart. He then made the sign of the cross before stepping back to allow a group that included New York Senator Chuck Schumer to lay a bouquet at the memorial, adding to the growing pile of flowers, candles, and teddy bears just steps from the massacre. Traveling with the president, Steve Dorsey, CBS News, Buffalo. The FBI has opened a federal hate crime investigation into last week's shooting at a hair salon in a Korean neighborhood in Dallas. Three people were hurt. A suspect is in custody. There's primary voting today in five states. CBS's Robert Costa is covering the Republican Senate battle in Pennsylvania, where Donald Trump's shadow is vivid. The former president-backed celebrity Dr. Memon Oz, who's locked in a three-way race in the state's hotly contested tested Republican Senate primary. President Trump, when he endorsed me, said I was smart and tough. I would never let you down. But Oz is fending off a late surge by conservative commentator Kathy Barnett. Did former President Trump pick the wrong person in this race? Absolutely. He is not Jesus, so he gets to be wrong. And on this, he's wrong. There are more signs people are turning to electric vehicles to get around as gas prices hit a record 4.52 a gallon. Registrations for new EVs shot up 60% in the first 3 months of this year even though new car registrations overall were down 18%. Jeff Gilbert of affiliate WWJ Detroit. This comes as Kia and Hyundai have just introduced mainstream EVs and Ford is now able to build more of its Mustang Mach-E. Tesla remains tops in electric vehicle registration but more products from other car makers are arriving, including Ford's F-150 Lightning, the GMC Hummer EV, and the Cadillac Lyric. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration reports nearly 43,000 people were killed on American roads last year. The Dow's up 215. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 
Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. A music group is tuning up a plan to reduce its carbon footprint. Coldplay is adding energy-storing stationary bikes and kinetic dance floors at live shows on tour stops this summer. It'll also use biodegradable confetti, compostable wristbands, and generators powered by vegetable oil. The goal? To become as sustainable and low-carbon as possible. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. In a website interview, golf legend Jack Nicklaus says he was offered $100 million to be the face of the new Saudi Golf League. He said no thanks. Drew Brees may not be done with football. After a year with NBC, the 43-year-old former quarterback says he hasn't ruled out a playing comeback. His longtime team, the New Orleans Saints, says there have been no discussions with Brees about that. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up, supply waivers, and global demand is growing. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that could potentially pay you monthly income of up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects. The U.S. government needs your investment in oil, and you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to reach well above $100 a barrel. Call 1-800-278-7455. Encore Energy is a very active oil and gas operator in its core eastern area of operations. If you are an accredited investor, call now and learn how to deduct 100 percent of your investment against all forms of income and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 1-800-278-7455. You'll be calling directly to the home office of Encore Energy. That's 1-800-278-7455. Welcome back to our lunchtime oldie break as we welcome back some of your favorite songs, hopefully. Here's John Sebastian. little welcome back uh, Cotter theme. It'll be back shortly. Here it is. You're quite welcome. John Sebastian and... Uh, welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around. But those dreams have remained and they've turned around Who'd have thought they'd need ya? Who'd have thought they'd need ya? Back here where we need ya Back here where we need ya Yeah, we tease him a lot Cause we got him on the spot 
Mr. Cutter, here we go. Here he comes, walking down the street. Hey. It's the funniest looks from everyone he meets. Hey, hey, it's to Ryan. People say you're monkeying around. I've a job too busy playing. Is that a good old oldie sound? Incidentally, I just had a banana. That's the Achieve property perfection this season with lawn care equipment from Husqvarna and K&H Equipment. Pick up a rugged, high-performance Husqvarna tractor with advanced features like clear-cut decks, add versatile attachments, and take advantage of low monthly payment financing. For smaller lawns, Husqvarna walk mowers are the answer. Featuring premium cut decks and powerful, easy starting engines, your lawn will be the best on the block. K&H has the largest inventory of Husqvarna equipment in the area. Visit K&H Equipment at 1221 Norwich Road in Plainfield. How about a little uh, song from Jamaica? Johnny Nash, hold me tight. Easy, easy. Just had lunch. I don't want to hear it. No more fussing and a fighting, baby. Hold me tight. Let's let bygones be bygones. Let's think about tomorrow, girl. Our future's bright. Well, I know I was wrong, but I was just a fool, too blind to see. You were the only girl for me. Oh, but now I see the light, and everything's gonna be alright, baby. 
Ramblin' with uh, one of his big hits, Stu Breyer with it. We mix him up a little bit different from the other folks. Here's Johnny. Here's Johnny. He's true blue. It's called I Walk the Line.
I keep the ends out for the tie that binds Because you're mine, I walk the line You better walk the line or she'll draw the line. One of the classics by Mr. Cash. How about a lost vinyl? Song you may not have heard in a very long time. This is Maxine Brown. Not my baby. When my friends told me you had someone new, I didn't believe a single word was true. written by Carol King, but then wasn't everything, huh? Not my baby. WICH up to uh, 73 degrees. Now, here's one of those songs that talks about bad timing. The age difference was just a little bit too dramatic. Especially if you're impatient. Here are the Playmates. She was only three And I remember how she'd follow me She was always getting in my way And I still, yes I still can hear her say Wait for me, wait for me, Johnny please wait for me I love you more than I can hardly stand Wait for me, wait for me, Johnny, please wait for me 
I'll grow up just as fast as I can. As we grew older, she would always wait. She'd wait for me by the schoolyard gate. I would yell at her to go away, and I still, yes, I still can hear her say, Wait for me, wait for me, Johnny, please wait for me. I love you more than I can hardly stand. Wait for me, wait for me, Johnny, please wait for me. I'll grow up just as fast as I can. And now we're grown up, but she didn't wait. And I'm in love with her, but it's too late. She just married someone else today, and I still, yes, I still can hear her say, Wait for me, wait for me. I love you more than I can hardly stand. Wait for me, wait for me, Johnny, please wait for me. I'll grow up just as fast as I can. he said this too many times to her. Hey, kid. Come back when you grow up, girl. You're still living in a paper doll world. Living ain't easy. Loving's twice as tough. So come back, baby, when you grow up. You're looking like a woman now Your mind hasn't gotten the message somehow So if you can't take it and the going gets rough Come back, baby When you grow up I want you, girl But your wide-eyed innocence Has really messed up my mind Yeah, I'd rather you get your very first heartbreak Somewhere else along the line Come back when you grow up, girl You're still living in a paper doll world Someday be a woman ready to love Come back, baby, when you grow World. Living ain't easy, loving's twice as tough Come back, baby, when you grow up Come back when you grow up, girl You've still got a lot of time left in the world You'll someday be a woman ready to love Come back, baby When you grow up 
it's twice as tough So come back, baby When you grow up Come back when you grow up, girl You're still living in a paper Come back when you grow up, eat lots of spinach And I will wait for you Even if it takes forever When you're in the uh if it takes forever I will wait for you for a thousand summers I will wait for you till you're back beside me till I'm home Till I hear you sigh Here in my arms Anywhere you wander Anywhere you go Every day remember How I love you so in your heart believe what in my heart I know that forevermore I'll wait for you the clock will tick away the hours one by one and then the time will come when all the waiting done the time when you return and find me here and run straight to my waiting arms if it takes forever I will wait for you for a thousand Summers, I will wait for you till you're here beside me, till I'm touching you and forevermore cheering What a great song that is. Matt Monroe sang it. If it takes forever, I will wait for you. That's a long time to wait, but sometimes it's worth it. Ever try to uh, catch the ice cream truck and you're yelling, wait a minute, or the postman? Wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Wait. Wait, hey, hey. Check that bag, Mr. Postman.
That was when uh, Paul McCartney and John Lennon and George and Ringo, they recorded other people's songs, too, and made them hits all over again. But then they wrote a song called Wait, which nobody else wrote but Lennon and McCartney. It's been a long time, now I'm coming back home. I've been away now, oh how I've been alone. But if your heart breaks, don't wait, turn me away. And if your heart's strong, hold on, I won't delay. Wait, till I come back to your side, we'll forget the tears we cried. I feel as though you ought to know that I've been good, as good as I can be. And if you do... It's been a long time, now I'm coming back home. I've been away now, oh how I've been alone. Wait till I come back to your side, we'll forget the tears we cried. I feel as though you ought to know that I've been good, as good as I can be. And if you do... If your heart breaks, don't wait, turn me away. And if your heart's strong, hold on, I won't delay. Wait till I come back to your side. We'll forget the tears we cried. It's been a long time, now I'm coming back home. I've been away now, oh. Thanks for waiting for that one. Stu's Lunchtime Oldies, our WICH weather. Sunny, breezy, less humid today. Could get up to 75 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear to partly cloudy. A bit cooler, 50. Wednesday, sunny for much of the day. Then 72. Thursday, chance of a shower early. High 76. Probably our best stretch of weather this year. Right now, it's a sunshiny 72 degrees. And get ready... Because we're going to hear a sing-along song. I want everybody to participate. Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer is an offer to buy your car. Enter your vehicle ID info, answer some questions, then get an obligation offer to sell or trade it. For all of the it's, kbb.com it. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street, in Norwich. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules.
The future depends on teachers who are reinventing the classroom and starting their students on journeys that will change the course of history. Shape the future. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. I'm sure many of you know the tune and the words to this song, even when they are Italian words. So we'll have this as our little sing-along today. Volare, Dino. Cantare. Oh, oh, oh. Let's fly way up to the clouds. Away from the maddening crowds. We can sing in the glow of a star that I know of where lovers enjoy peace of mind. Let us leave the confusion and all this illusion behind. Just like birds of a feather, a rainbow together we'll find. Volare, oh, e cantare, oh, no wonder my happy heart sings, your love has given me wings. Penso che io sogno così non ritorne mai più Mi dipinge con le mani e la faccia di blu Poi d'improvviso tenido dal veretto rapito E incominciavo a volare nel cielo infinito Volare, oh, oh, e cantare, oh, oh, nel blu dipinto di blu, e che dici di stare lassù, e volavo, volavo, venice punalte del sole con coro più su. Mentre molto pian piano sparivo lontano laggiù Una musica dolce suonare soltanto per me Volare Oh, oh E cantare Oh, oh No wonder my happy heart sings Your love has given me wings Nel blu, dipinto de blu Venite di stare lassù I blew the tire on the pinto. So many people sing that song. Of course, you got to love it when Dean sings it. What year should we go to now? WYCH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. And the year we're going to go to now is 1971. <laughs> 
a one-hit wonder by the name of Wadsworth Mansion on a Stu Breyer lunchtime break. We do this break every day from noon to one. So when's the last time, ladies, you cleaned out your uh, pocketbooks? Hmm? You ever get surprised of some of the things you might find in there? Well, here's a song about it with Paul Peterson. Let's look in that big pocketbook, see what we can find in there, huh? When I take my baby home at night I can't wait to kiss and hold her tight But right then, the time begins to drag When she starts searching through her bag She says, just a moment, please I can't find my keys And here's what happens while he's waiting for a squeeze Pulls out lipstick, powder, bubblegum, and bobby pins But she can't find her keys Curlers, tweezers, cold cream, and candy bars But she can't find her keys Mail files, school books, and autograph of baby And she can't find with these But I'm standing here waiting for a good night kiss Cause she can't find her keys Give up 
Go home and go to sleep But next night My date with her I keep Walk her home We start to kiss and then It all starts happening again She says just a moment please I can't find my keys And here's what happens While he's waiting for the squeeze She pulls out gumdrops Glasses, magazines and tangerines But she can't find her keys Her keys Presley records Hairspray and jelly beans But she can't find her keys Her keys Eyebrow pencils Perfume and potato chips And portable batteries But I'm standing here Awaiting for a good night kiss Cause she can't find her keys What else is in there? Buddy's standing here Awaiting for a good night kiss Watch out. Frozen custard piano bench, pretzels and a monkey wrench, tennis racket, army tots, pumpkin season coffee pots, watermelons, gold balls, a rabbit's foot and French toast, choir hydrant, ash can, TV set, electric fan, but she can't find her keys. I don't know, guys, if she pulled out a watermelon in her pocketbook, um, I'll call you. <laughs> I liked a piano bench was in there, too. Cute song. Hey, how about a combo? Would you, are you in the mood for a little combo musical sandwich right now? Song, a beautiful hit for Dusty Springfield. A little bit of her hit. And then when Elvis sang the song, too, here it is. First of all, we'll start off with the original by Dusty Springfield. You don't have to say you love me. Send the checks. When I said I needed you, you said you would always stay. It wasn't me who changed, but you.
don't feel bad. He feels the same way. When I said I needed you, you said you would always stay. It wasn't me who changed but you, and now you've gone away. Or don't you know that now you're gone, and I'm left here on my own. Now I have to follow you. You love me, just be close at hand. You don't have to stay forever. I will understand. Believe me, believe me. I can't help but love you. But believe me, I'll never tie you down. Left alone. Just a memory Life seems dead And so unreal All that's left Is loneliness There's nothing left To feel You don't have to Say you love me Just be close at hand You don't have to stay forever I will understand Believe me I was just listening to Elvis and thinking, what a great voice he had, huh? Did a nice job with that song as well. You don't have to say you love me. Dusty Springfield and Elvis Presley. A couple of great singers on our lunchtime oldie break at WICH. This song was originally a banking commercial. A banking commercial. Richard Carpenter heard it, and he had a great ear for music, and he thought, maybe we could make this into a, a song that Karen could record. It was written by Paul Williams, and it became a number one hit. And they put a lot of money in the bank after this one. We've only just begun to live White lace and promises a kiss for luck and we're on our way We've only begun Before the rising sun We fly So many roads to choose We start
She never wanted to be a singer. She just wanted to play the drums. That's all. They talked her into singing a song, and uh, everybody said, Whoa, wait a minute here. Where did that voice come from? Turned out she had one of the most beautiful voices you'll ever hear. Karen Carpenter and uh, her brother, of course, and the Carpenters. We've only just begun. How many of you wanted to be a cowboy when you were younger? Me. Couldn't afford a horse, so I had a broom. I think uh, every week I would watch Hopalong Cassidy. I'd watch Sisto Kid. I'd watch, I would watch Roy Rogers. I'd watch Gene Autry. I'd watch Range Rider. Did I skip anybody? Oh, of course, the Lone Ranger.
Francisco Pancho. His first was named Diablo. He had a colorful outfit, didn't he, the Cisco kid? WICH reminds you of the annual Polish Festival 2022 downtown Norwich. Polish music, dancing, pierogi, potato pancakes, krumki. Traditional Polish dancing, polka, food vendors, children activities, lots more in downtown Norwich. Come and get some of uh, those great Polish dishes like potato pancakes. Mouth-watering goodies. Enjoy the cultural music and fun of the Polish community. Would you like to volunteer? Call or text them at 860-304-8505. It's going to be this Sunday. Not this Sunday, no, May 29th. Not this Sunday, but May 29th, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., the third annual Polish Festival 2022 in downtown Norwich. Remember the date, May the 29th. Just start thinking about all that wonderful Polish food. Mm. I just can't stop on one pierogi. I know that much. Here's the Duprees. They could take any song and make it sound good again. It was a hit in the 50s. They made it a bigger hit in the 60s.
Well, that came out in 1962, but 10 years before that, I'm just going to play a little bit of it. This was the original version of that song, and it was sung by a singer by the name of Joe Stafford. This was the first time this song was heard. It was a pretty good hit for her, too. And the Duprees came back in the 60s and sold a million copies of it. She had a beautiful voice, didn't she, Joe Stafford? We'll have to play more of her songs this week, remembering Joe Stafford from the 50s. So this song uh, always inspired me to lift weights. So while I would listen to this song, I would uh, take a paperweight off my desk and uh, do a couple of reps. (laughs) you got to start somewhere, huh? Here is... The village people, macho man. I want to build my muscle if I could find it. On that note, we're going to check in with the news, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich, 94.5 FM, W233DB. What's happening? That he sexually assaulted her with a liquor bottle. It's torture. It's torturous. Why don't you have to do that? I want to move on with my life. And Heard maintained she never assaulted Depp. The AAA says that gas prices are now at a record 4.52 a gallon, and CBS's Scott McFarlane has some sobering numbers from America's roadways. A new report from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says 42,915 people died in motor vehicle crashes last year. That's a 10% increase from 2020, as so many Americans returned to the road from stay-at-home protocols. An even larger increase in multi-vehicle crashes and fatalities among drivers 65 years old and older. Checking Wall Street right now, the Dow is up 284 points. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? 
You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with VentureX. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Trade pros. Whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and same or next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Inflation may suck the fun out of some things, but it apparently hasn't sapped our desire to go somewhere. If you're getting ready to travel, you are not alone. Whether it's planes, trains, or automobiles, Americans want to celebrate away from home. Air travel after two down years is back up. It's going to be up 25% over last year. Uh, We're expecting about 3 million people are going to be traveling by air. Ellen Edmonds is with AAA, but by far still the most popular mode of traveling is by car. We're expecting 30 4.9 million people to take to the road. Of course, it will be a bit more costly because of the price of gas. A good travel tip, be patient. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Asked about his knee pain today at the Vatican, Pope Francis told a group of Mexican seminarians that what he could really use is a shot of tequila. Doctors have recommended a cane, a wheelchair, and physical therapy. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Well, I passed a gas station today. It was uh, 464. I passed it very quickly. Where she stops, nobody knows, ladies and gentlemen. Just think, you could live in California where it's uh, what, a six and, 650 a gallon or more. Eek. Hey, this portion of our program is an open forum. Earlier today, we had a nurse practitioner talking about Lyme disease. It's a very important segment. Just go to our podcast. It'll be posted after the show, WICH.com, and link on the Stu's podcast, and you can hear that interview, which was at 10.05 this morning. In the meantime, something on your mind, give us a call at 889 889- Five two five two. I hated to interrupt Macho Man, which we were playing a little bit uh, before the news. So we don't want to upset all you weightlifters and not play the whole song. So here it is, and then we'll get into some talk. Macho Man. This is a little afternoon exercise on my program. My dad was a weightlifter. I couldn't wait not to do it. Man, that he took it down with 
biceps went bye-bye. I was a macho man, and then I started eating mo- mucho. story I had a punching bag when I was a kid time it came back and knocked me down those were the days all right I should have got a George Foreman grill and named it after me you're in the air welcome hey Stu hey there hey the village people are uh, very colorful just to say the least they certainly (laughs) are not that there's anything wrong with it (laughs) at least that was the insinuation in the 80s any, not that there's anything wrong with it. Anyway, oh, I yes, have a you're right. question That's right. to ask. Um, it's Wonder Man. Ladies and gentlemen, you need a, an introduction. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Wonder Man. <laughs> Do you know the Andy Griffith Show? Not personally, but I did watch it occasionally. Now, uh, me and somebody that you have talked with that knows me, have she's come up with a question. What did Andy Griffith... Uh, no... I'm trying to think. Oh, before Andy Griffith's uh, show, he's single. Is he widowed, widower, or did he get divorced, or was Opie adopted because he's the sheriff and maybe he might have sought a bad home life? And- That's a good question. I doubt he was divorced because in those days nobody got divorced. Um, so I assumed he was a widower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what this person thought too. Mm-hmm. And but n- there was no show about it. It wasn't like on Happy Days when the old oldest brother Chuck went up to to his room with his, his basketball and he never came out. No, I know he had quite a room. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. He never came out. Yeah, he, he, I, I heard that on Family Guy. You know how that guy talks. But anyway, what happened uh, to Andy Griffith's wife, or was Opie adopt, adopted? That's, a, that's the question there. Steve. All I know is the times I watched the show, that never came up. And maybe somebody who is a really good at Andy Griffith trivia yep. can maybe give us Susan. that answer. Okay? How about Susan? How about Susan? She wasn't yep. on the show. Oh, do you think she may know? No, she may know because she watches the same things as I do. Oh, she does. Okay. Yep. yep. Okay, have, have a good day, Stu. Yeah, you're welcome. Macho, macho. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi. Hi there. Uh, Dr. G- John God wrote a good uh, article in the day on Sunday, and I'm going to read it to you. All right, if it's good, I'll take it. Okay. 
All history is local. A friend texted me recently. Whenever I ask someone, even someone who has lived a century, what the most memorable thing they have experienced in their lifetime is, I'm usually surprised with the answer. Almost everyone from rock stars to church pastors, whether they were born in 1898, 1922, or 1965, says the most memorable thing of their lifetime was something extraordinarily ordinary, like the birth of a child, or their life with their spouse, or time with their family and friends, which just goes to show that my witty friend, who happens to be a brilliant scholar in his own right, and has lived his own storied life, is right when he says that all history is local. That's great. And interesting, you know, what was missing in that, uh, having lots of stuff, right? Fancy cars and this and that, that's not in there. Right. That's right. Uh, I thought that was a very nice article, and uh, he has taken care of so many patients, and he talks to so many people Mm -hmm. that I thought that was a good article. I'm glad he wrote it. This is a good article. It really tells you a lot. You know, people think that, oh, when they were kids, they got so many things. How lucky they were. Yeah. And the only thing they really wanted was more contact. Right. You know, more parents uh, paying attention, listening to them, taking them places. Yeah. That's what they would remember most. That's right. Not the little toy truck. Yep. That's the thing they remember. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, Stu. Thank you. Hmm. Is that the thing you remember most growing up? 889-5252 is our number. Whoa, Father's Day. Well, that's next month. Let's not rush it. On Father's Day, every day and every dad is a superhero. There's an actor by the name of Ryan Reynolds. You've probably seen him in a lot of movies. Has a unique perspective on parenthood which he shares on his Twitter feed. When's the last time you fed your Twitter? <laughs> so my daughter loves being buried up to her neck in sand at the beach. Her little face lights up when I come back to get her the next day. <laughs> no matter which kid's book I read to my screaming baby on an airplane, the moral of the story is always something about a vasectomy. Of course, he's just being glib. Some of the things he writes... Nothing better than the simple joys of finding five bucks in an old pair of pants or discovering my wife and I had a second daughter over a year ago. Finally says, I'd walk through fire for my daughter. Well, not fire because it's dangerous, but a super humid room, but not too much humidity because my hair. Cute stuff. Just, we need to have... A sense of humor more than ever these days, don't we? You're on the air. Hi. Uh, good afternoon, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, the mayor called The mayor, the ma- ladies and gentlemen, the mayor of uh, Wisconsin, <laughs> Norwich, Pocatuck, Stonington, and Mystic. <laughs> the whole nine yards. And the whole nine yards. Hi, Mayor Bob. I heard you, 
I heard you talking about UFOs, boy. That brings Jack a few memories. You're going to see a lot of that stuff on television today because they brought out some stuff that they haven't uh, brought out for 50 years. Oh, wow. So it may get a little spooky, some of the things you're going to see. That's how you got your job up there at the Broadcast Mountain, I think. Yeah, I was an alien. <laughs> well, I just thought I'd call, I'd, uh, just say hello and stuff like that, feeling better. Well, I like to hear that, that you're feeling better. I know you had that car accident. Yeah, I'm getting another car pretty soon, so I should be able to get around a little bit. Hopefully yeah. we'll have a nice day for the Derek Queen Brazier. Yeah, uh, listen. Uh, uh, live on location broadcast. Are there. you going to try to make it down? Yeah, yeah. I haven't been up to that way in a while. Derek Queen and Taffel on the 14th of June were having... We haven't had it in a couple of years because of COVID, but we're going to have yeah. it this year, and all the WICH listeners get a free ice cream, have a lot of camaraderie. There are going to be some people bringing down classic cars. That won't well, be mine's, me. Mine's almost like a classic, the one I'm going to be going to uh, get eventually. I just have to wait for some things to get done on it. You know, you, have a, you had a classic dent, huh? Well, it's a 1999 Toyota. No. Oh. It'll be a classic and, uh, someday. Mm-hmm. The people were very nice at church to want to sell it to me, so uh, they, we worked something out with them, and they were very kind about, you know, mm-hmm. wanting to help me out. Uh, Good. And keep my encouragement to drive again, because it's been like a month now, and, you know, you feel kind of like, you know... Should I be driving again? You know, it's like mm-hmm. and you have to kind of like you know say you can do those, those these things even when you have thoughts on your mind about other things. Yeah, it's nice to hang around with great people. That's good. Yeah, we have some great people. I have some great friends. I'm really grateful for that. Hmm. Um, especially so you. you. <laughs> You're a good guy. Well, You're I hope to I hope to see you at the, the uh, wide world. Hope to see you with the Taffville um, Dairy Queen. And I'll put a good word in the, in the weather department for that day. Hopefully, it'll be like the last time we were up there. It was yeah, it was pretty warm, but it was it was decent weather. Yeah, I remember that. Got I a think little. It's about seventy degrees around here today, too. Yeah, we've got seventy-one. You're right. Well, I'm glad yeah, you have... I'm glad you checked in, and um, I hope you get your car back soon. Yeah, we have to work some things out on that, and I listen to the show a lot, as you probably already know, it's just, uh, I really value the people's opinions, I mean, you know, they mm-hmm. don't know always what they're talking about, but hey, you know, <laughs> really? they, they do talk about some interesting stuff. <laughs> uh, that struck me funny for some reason. Listen, you listen to all the opinions, and then you make up your own mind, right? That's it. You you know all the listeners too, so you 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 kind of have an idea what they're really talking about, stuff like that. But I learn a lot from the radio. Oh, good. That's good. All right, Sue. You take care of yourself. All right. Good to hear you, Bob. I'm glad you're feeling better. Thanks. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Hi. Welcome to the program. Hey. Good afternoon, Stu Breyer. Yes, Joey. Can we? I want to reiterate. When we go at 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock on June 14th at the DQ down Tapville, that's where I learned how to play golf. It used to be Nippy's uh, range. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the range. I used to hit down at the range. 
Well, that's what I did. When I got out of the Navy, still, I had an ambition. And I said, man, because I played a lot of sports and stuff. I said, yeah, I'm looking around. I didn't have any clubs. So they give you like four clubs, a couple buckets of balls. I started smashing, too. I was I was landing right. I, I'm a great driver, and Danny O don't know this, but really? I am. That's my best. I I could hit three on it, man. I'm not kidding you. And I got golf introduced to golf, so I I bought a set of clubs from them, mm-hmm. and I started going golf. And I went to the Lisbon, the nine hole were over there. It was a great little course, and I really fell in love. And I told you I played with Stonington and I and EV for two years in the league. I yeah, I fell in love with the game of golf. I thought, oh, that's a baby game, but it's not. It's a great. Finesse game. Oh, so yeah, anyhow, it's a tough game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I anyhow, didn't. I'm saying, uh, all right, so you, are you guys going to broadcast live there? Your yeah, we're going to. Yeah, what we're going to broadcast there and talk to some of the folks, and there'll be music playing back here, and we'll do a little bit of everything, but we'll be there and doing some broadcast on the air. Yeah, and, you, and we'll all be able to hear it, like you, just like on your show right now? Yeah, because we'll have uh, speakers and radios and all that, mm-hmm. all that stuff. That's real cool. Hey, thanks for the Johnny Cash song, man. You know, mm. every time I request one, you always give me you told me a different one, but there's never enough of Johnny Cash. I thought he was a really cool guy. Yeah, I'm a big Johnny Cash fan too. I but, thought you were, Stu. You always mix it up. You're the mix master, man. You're the master of disaster, but you're the best. <laughs> So what you're saying is I'm pretty mixed up. Is that what you're saying? I see. No, no. The mix master. They oh, the mix master. And the mix master. Can I, can I give you one? I, I'm in a good mood. Can I give you this? Tom Pardo, baby. Yeah, thanks for giving me that. <laughs> I love you, man. See ya. See ya. Take that, Stu, and that. What a great day weather-wise, huh? High about 64 today, 74. Sunshine. It's what May's all about. You're on the air. Hi. Oh, hey, Stu. Hey. This is me. Hey, I heard Wonder Man asking a question mm-hmm. about uh, May- uh, Mayberry or whatever, Andy Griffith show. Yeah. And I dug my uh, Aunt Bee's delightful dessert cookbook out, and every page has a scene from it in it. But in the back, it actually has episode menu, and it says, uh, here are a thumbnail summary of 249 episodes of The Andy Griffith Show, the first 159 filmed in black and white, last 90 in color. The first one, yeah, called New Housekeeper, first season, Opie learns to love Aunt B when she arrives to care for Andy and him. I believe... He was a widower, but you know what? I'm going to dig my Andy Griffith show set out, and I'm going to find out that that answer. Maybe no, I'll do it's it got to be it's got to be that Susan. They wouldn't in those days. They wouldn't have yeah. a guy got divorced. No, that wasn't uh, mm-hmm. uh, especially down south. That was not can something. You, can that you see on the did. Andy Griffith show? I I left my wife. She was fooling around, Obi. No, that's yeah, not going to no, happen. No, I, I believe it was because he was a widow. But I can find out for sure. I got okay. the show. And then I got my book out. And, you know, I opened it, and I came to one on presidents called The West Wing. Listen, you know, you were talking about uh, Johnny Cash. Listen to this one. 
Jimmy Carter is a cousin of June Carter Cash. Hmm. Who knew? And a distant cousin to Motown Records founder Barry Gordy Jr. Motown Records. Now, yeah, now how the heck did that happen? Uh, well, things happen. From <laughs> down south to New York. Whoa. whoa. Yeah. I don't know. And you know, here's one about Jackie Kennedy I did not know, but I'll tell you. If if there was one of the most respected women of the century, or whatever you want to call it, I would pick her. Now listen to what happened. Jackie Kennedy's first pregnancy ended in a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Her second with the baby being stillborn. Wow. And the third, I did not know this either. The couple's first surviving child died as a newborn. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I only remembered one uh, miscarriage. I know. I, I didn't really? know that. Here's another one. Um, Richard Nixon, uh, he was engaged to another woman before marrying Pat because mm-hmm. it didn't work out. And Jerry Ford, wow. Jerry Ford was born Leslie Lynch King Jr. in 1913. Ford's mother left the father 16 days later. Why? He threatened to kill her and Ford with a butcher knife. And then two years later, Ford's mother married Gerald Rudolph Ford. The couple began calling the future president Gerald Rudolph Ford Jr. Ford did not officially change his name until 1935. Now, he didn't find out about his biological father until he was 17, and I'm talking about keeping secrets, and Ford married Elizabeth Betty Bloomer. Betty's Bloomers, yeah. A divorced ex-dancer. Mm. So she kind of had a little background. No wonder they had the Betty Ford Did clinic. you say his middle name was Lynchpin? It, what was, um, Lynchpin? Oh, I... <laughs> Yeah, I no, don't worry the about darn book. That's all right. That's okay. But so, yeah, he he didn't. But I mean, his his real father was going to kill them. Good grief! I don't know why he'd ever want to know his real father. Well, he didn't find out until he was seventeen years old. So there's a whole ton of real interesting trivia. You got to save. You got to save those for us because we like those. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna find out about the Andy Griffith thing, but I'm pretty sure she was a uh, mm-hmm. he that he he was um, widowed. All I'm right, thanks, sure. thanks, Susan. Thank you. Okay. Hi, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Let's go. Hi there. I looked it up on my phone, uh, googled it, and uh, Andy was a widower. Yeah, he was, and it gave a couple other funny facts too. Don Knotts only had a contract for one episode on that show. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so he they kind of played it by ear with him, and then he left prematurely to go to Disney, I think, because he was going to make some movies for Disney. Well, he was and, on... You know, the, the Ghost and Mr. Chicken and mm-hmm. uh, the Reluctant Astronaut. But Don and... was on Don was on for many years, wasn't he, on that show? Yes, he was. Then yeah. he finally left. He left Mayberry, and that's when he quit the show. Yeah, and he went to Disney because he had a contract with Disney. Uh, uh, Wimpet, the one where he turned into a fish when he fell off the. <laughs> I, the I enjoyed movies. him. I enjoyed him very much. Don Knotts. And uh, a couple other little facts that people probably don't know: 
the little cowboy kid that always used to come up and never talk, but he was always eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Leon, his name was. Mm-hmm. He was a little kid younger than Opie. That was Opie's brother. It was on the, on the show? That was Opie's brother? Yeah. That was Opie's brother on the show. And then when they had the great gold truck caper, uh, when they came on, where a gold truck was going to come through town and Bonnie leaked it out, one of the, the uh, treasury men that came in, and then they had another episode where the Barney gave the governor a ticket, and the driver of the limousine for the governor, that was Ronnie Howard's father. Wow, that's a great stuff. So the whole family was, they, they were actors, you know? Mm-hmm. And, of course, Ronnie Howard is just a, he, he's an unbelievably uh, great actor, and Great director too. Great He's made director. A lot of movies. He's done some wonderful things in showbiz. He always seemed like a very decent guy too. So that's okay. nice. Thank you. Yep. See, in those days in in the uh, TV shows, there was no no divorces. Nah. I knew he wasn't divorced. A widower. Sorry to hear that. Uh, Eighty nine five two five two at WICH. If you'd like to check in with us. On this delightful Tuesday. Memorial Day is upon us. Celebrate this year with a new grill from Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair. Check out their quality selection of Weber, Royal King, and Traeger grills. Whether you want propane, charcoal, or need a smoker, Johnson's has you covered. Get a free 20-pound propane fill, assembly, and delivery with the purchase of a grill over $300 at Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair. They'll even take your old grill away. Make sure you check out their wide selection of grilling accessories at great prices. You'll never know what you go home with. From pizza stones to sauces and rubs, Johnson's Hardware has all your grilling needs covered. 18-pound cowboy hardwood lump charcoal on sale for $17.99 and 12-pound matchlight briquettes for only $9.47. Don't let another season go by with that rusty old grill. Enjoy the art of grilling for years to come on a new grill from Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair at 44 Hill Road in Groton. Visit them online at johnsonsrental.com. If you don't start there, you'll let... The 13th Annual Gift of Mobility is going on now. Over the past 13 years, Phil Pavone, owner of AZ Pond, has been collecting unwanted motorized wheelchairs and scooters, refurbishing them, and giving them away at no cost to people who can't afford them and who would not be able to get around without one. This year's goal is to give away over 100 motorized scooters to those that are in need. If you have a motorized scooter and would like to donate it, or if you are in need of a scooter, contact Phil at 860-889- 4474. To learn more about the gift of mobility, go to YouTube and search AZ Pond Gift of Mobility. Or find them on the web at azpondgiftofmobility.com and see what a great local program Phil and his team of volunteers have put together. If you have a scooter to donate, or if you're in need of one, call Phil at AZ Pond, 442 East Main Street in Norwich, 860-889-4474. All communications along with AZ Pond, thank you for your support. And we thank them for all the good things that they do. The uh, day paper is having the best of the best again this year. And if you'd like to check it out, you can go to WICH.com. I really appreciate those that have nominated me in the announcer the announcer section. Where they have all kinds of sections. And just go to WICH.com and you'll get more information on that. It's always fun to go there because... 
gives you the latest news, the latest weather, all about our shows. WICH.com. Very simple. Appreciate when you check that out. And if you'd like to check us out here with uh, your thoughts, viewpoints, opinions on anything, you're welcome to do so at 889-5252. Even if you want to talk about old television shows. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Summer and Dairy Queen are the perfect fit. Nothing makes kids and adults smile ear-to-ear like a treat from Dairy Queen in Taftville. A DQ Sunday peanut buster parfait, banana split, the incomparable blizzard, and the DQ cake are just a few of the soft-serve treats that has made Dairy Queen in Taftville a mainstay destination for almost 50 years. DQ also grills up some great burgers, chicken, and hot dogs. This summer, make DQ a must-stop. Dairy Queen, fan food, not fast food. Norwich Avenue in Taftville. I made up my mind when we have the gathering this year that I am going to have a blizzard. I hope we don't have a blizzard because, you know, we'll have to cancel it. But one of their blizzards, it's just a... If you've never had one from Dairy Queen, you're really missing something, hmm? I'll make sure that I exercise and I get all ready for it. And uh, that'll be coming up on June the 14th from 11 to 1. Get yourself set up. Come a little earlier if you like. Some folks bring their classic cars. We've had some of them do that in previous years. So certainly, uh, you're invited, WICH listeners, and you all get a free ice cream. And we'll have some other prizes to give away as well, like we've done in uh, previous years. In our Listener Appreciation Day at Dairy Queen in Taftville. Achieve property perfection this season with lawn care equipment from Husqvarna and K&H Equipment. Pick up a rugged, high-performance Husqvarna tractor with advanced features like clear-cut decks, add versatile attachments, and take advantage of low monthly payment financing. For smaller lawns, Husqvarna walk mowers are the answer. Featuring premium cut decks and powerful, easy starting engines, your lawn will be the best on the block. K&H has the largest inventory of Husqvarna equipment in the area. Visit K&H Equipment at 1221 Norwich Road in Plainfield. Recently, Loretta Lynn had a birthday. She's, uh, I think she's almost 90 now. She was definitely one of the uh, great country singers of all time, Miss Loretta Lynn. And I found this song by her. She used to uh, write some very frisky songs. Remember, she had a song called The Pill. She said, hey, I'm going to go for it. And this was a song that inspired her when somebody was flirting with her husband. She went back and she wrote this song called Fist City. <laughs> she was a hot ticket. Don't mess around with her man. So let's see if we can get that on for you. Fist City by Loretta Lynn, who just recently had a birthday. Listen to the words. This is based on a true story. Uh, you've been uh, making your brags around town that you've been uh, loving my man. But the man I love when he picks up trash He puts it in a garbage can And that's what you look like to me And what I see is a pity You better close your face and stay out of my way If you don't want to go to Fist City If you don't want to go to Fist City 
city You better detour around my town Cause I'll grab you by the hair of the head And I'll lift you off of the ground I'm not a saint, my baby's a saint Cause he ain't and that he won't cat around with a kitty I'm here to tell you gotta lay off of my man If you don't wanna go to this city Come on and tell me what you told my friends If you think you're brave enough And I'll show you what a real woman is Since you think you're a hot stuff You'll bite off more than you can chew If you get too cute or witty You better move your feet If you don't want to eat a meal that's coffee city If you don't want to go to fish city You better detour around my town Cause I'll grab you by the hair of the head And I'll lift you off of the ground I'm not a saint, my baby's a saint Cause he ain't and that he won't cat around with a kitty I'm here to tell you gotta lay off of my man If you don't wanna go to Fifth City I'm here to tell you gotta lay off of my man If you don't wanna go to It would be a pity. All right, Loretta Lynn, telling it like it is. Well, there's a book out called I Never Thought of It That Way. And there's a little bit of an article from that book I thought you'd be interested in today, so I brought it in. It's how to talk to people even if you disagree and you can still be friends. Yes, it's possible, even this political environment. If there's one thing most people can agree on, it's that the way we treat and talk to people with opposing views is broken. Can't stomach the ideas from across the political divide, let alone the people who hold them. This goes for other polarizing topics, too, not just politics. In one 2021 poll, most Americans thought the biggest threat to our country's way of life was other people in America. By June 2021, U.S. voters rated division in the country as the number one issue facing them personally. Now, whether you consider yourself conservative, liberal, something in between, or something off that that spectrum altogether, I bet you've wondered, as I have, the writer says, how long we can hold it together while our differences threaten to wreck our relationships, our country, and our ability to share our lives, really, at all. Take poor Barbara in Knoxville, Tennessee, a mother of five grown men whose families got so fired up clashing over politics at her 2017 Thanksgiving dinner, she told me it was like a bomb went off. One of her sons is very conservative, another very liberal, a third and fourth moderately conservative and liberal, respectively, and a fifth son is more centrist. Really? Can you picture that at Thanksgiving dinner? I think my family is a microcosm of the country, said Barbara, who describes herself as a conservative libertarian Christian. She tried to keep the peace that holiday, begging, can't we just have a nice family dinner? Instead, some family members wound up leaving early, while at least one daughter-in-law ended up in tears. Barbara and I connected through our shared determination to find some answer to the challenges these dangerously divided times present in our lives. It's important to me, she said, because 
I work for a group whose mission is to do just that. Braver Angels is the nation's largest cross-partisan grassroots organization working to depolarize America. She says, I'm also Mexican immigrant and the proud liberal daughter of a conservative parents. I voted, she says, I voted for Joe Biden. Mom and dad voted for Donald Trump. Each story I hear from Americans of all stripes about the ways that our divides are pulling them apart, the fallings out, the declined invitations, the tweet storms, all the ways that people are no longer speaking to people, brings me face to face with one question. Why am I still speaking to them? This is a really great article. I think everybody should read it. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, how are you? All righty-o, thank you. So, um, nationwide, the gas prices are the highest they've ever been. Mm-hmm. They hit another high. Yep. And it, nothing's being done. We're using up our reserve, which was bought at, like, next-to-nothing prices. And if they replace it, it'll be at record high prices. Um, it's just, no matter what our president does, he's messing, he's messing things up. You know, even he went to, to Buffalo today, which, which was great. You know, mm-hmm. you need to go to the scene when, when there's been a tragedy like that one. But he's never been to Wakisha or however you, pronounce it in Wisconsin where all of those people were run down at the Christmas parade you know he didn't go there because it didn't fit the narrative that was a black man killing white people rather than now, a that may be true I don't know that for sure but I know he didn't go there but it, it may be um, it may be the narrative you may be right I think it's the narrative I, I mean you know I could be wrong mm-hmm. but based on other things that he's done I do believe it's the narrative. Um, there, there was a 17-year-old that went missing in 2009 um, from New York, and she was found in South Carolina last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel so... I mean, the parents, for 12 years, 13 years, didn't know where she was. It has to be the most horrific feeling not to know, you know, to kind of suspect she's probably been killed, but not knowing could she be out there somewhere? Could we find her? Could she, you know, come back to us? I heard a little bit of the story. Was she a runaway? What What was the reason why she disappeared? She was kidnapped. Oh, she was she kidnapped. Mm-hmm. They have arrested the um, the suspected person. He was he's sixty two years old. Looks like a real real winner to me. Yeah, he's a real loser. So uh, was she captive, yeah. or could she? Move around. Obviously, she got away that day, huh? I don't know. But, you know, she was down in South Carolina. Uh, so they found her, identified her through DNA and dental records. Amazing. Um, it's just, I mean, you know, not knowing for that 12 to 13 years, it's got to be. It's, I would think it would be horrific. It's horrific, to, but then it was the mo- unbelievable the thing that they found you know, her. To have them die, but to not know. To me, it would even be worse. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know. You know, and fortunately, they, this person has been a person of interest all the time, I guess. 
and now they've arrested him. So well, he should. Uh, if he, he, he should never get out of jail. Should be there for life, obviously. Yeah, I would say so. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in the death penalty, so you know, jail for life is fine. You know, with no hope of parole. Okay. Um, preferably in a single cell with nothing, no TV, nothing. But um, I know that's not going to happen. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, you know, the prices are, are, it's making it harder and harder for people to, to manage. Those of us on fixed income, yeah. our incomes aren't going any higher because of the inflation. And I really, really feel sorry for those that are low income and middle income. Mm-hmm. Um, this and like the farmers, everything. Their their diesel for their tractors is higher. Their the the price of the fertilizer is higher. They're not getting any more from no, this. Definitely a tough time. Definitely that's a tough the way time. It's always been. Right. And yet we're paying five dollars a gallon. Well, I want you, you know? to have a good day anyway. All right. I will. It is a beautiful day, and it's not humid, which is really really All great. Right. Thanks for anyway, calling. I'm, Never should have thrown away my scooter. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hi. I had never heard that song by Loretta Lynn's Fist City. Mm-hmm. Till you played it. But she came out with another one along the same thing called You Ain't Woman Enough to Take My Man. You're absolutely right. I love and that one, that too. That was a huge hit on the country stations. That was also based on uh, somebody who was uh, trying to mess around with her husband. It must have been something special about that husband. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it was special or he was just one of those guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. But anyway, I thought I'd comment on that. All right. I never hear that song. There's a lot of the songs that are out there from country, the old country. Yeah, I love old country. They don't country. play them on CTY, and you guys don't play them either. Well, I'm going to try to slip in a few more. But uh, there was Laurel Wynn and Kitty Wells and the old Hank Williams. and mm. I love that stuff. I do. And that was my kind of country, and, of course, that's all gone now. Well, we'll see so, if I can slip some in sometime for you. Okay, thank you. Thanks for calling. Hank Williams. Loved Hank Williams. Didn't live very long, but what a amount of wonderful songs he uh, wrote. So, we were talking about people um, who just can't get along, especially if they talk about politics. So after a, a tense three-hour conversation about race and law enforcement with Mom, where neither of us changed our minds, even after the two-hour argument with Dad about how the White House handled the coronavirus pandemic, where I definitely went too far, and he was about as mad as I'd ever seen him, even after that and more, why am I not only speaking to my parents, but listening to them, learning from them, and enjoying their company? Why am I both eager and afraid to tell my fellow Seattle liberals that I not only speak to my parents, but that I understand them? That if I were them, I would have voted for Donald Trump, too. I hear people say the answer to all the division is more education and information. But trustworthy information, not that other junk, I hear them say the answer is persuasion that no conversation is worth having with people who disagree with you if you're not challenging their ideas and trying to show them where they're wrong. I hear them say, the answer is simple action. Stop yammering and do something to build a more sensible world. 
ignoring or defeating whoever's standing in your way. I say an answer, though, it might include all these things, won't give us what we need. What we need are more questions. As a journalist, I've asked a lot of those. I used to be awful at it. I still remember my terror as a kid the day Mom made me march up to the cashier at the Burger King and ask for another packet of salt. What if I sounded stupid? It took all my courage at my first newspaper internship just to pick up the phone and call strangers. My heart would stop when I heard their voices. But then I fell in love with what they could show me. Given the chance to ask anything I wanted about who pe- what people who are, what they do, or what they think, I realized what for years I'd been too petrified to notice. Everybody is so interesting. I think I'm getting the message here. Instead of arguing with people, just listen. Listen, see what they have to say. I stopped being afraid to ask questions. I was too impatient to hear the answers. Soon I developed an incurable addiction to people. Our stories, our passions, the totally unique way each of us sees the world. And to conversation itself. That unpredictable meeting of minds where individuals with widely different lives can surprise, delight, and ultimately learn from each other. The uh, writer goes on to say, One of my favorite questions to ask in any interview is, Why you? Why did you start a church in a bar? Become your community's most beloved nurse? Or decide to study crows for a living? And not, you know, somebody else? So I guess I should answer that question for myself. Why did I write a book about how to stay curious across divides? And why should you listen to what I have to say about talking to people you disagree with. If I can sum up the work I've done in my 17 years of listening to people professionally, I'd say it's been one big evolving experiment on how we can better understand each other. I don't do it for fun, though it's the most fun I've ever had. I do it because connecting with other humans is what makes our lives rich and meaningful, especially when so much can pull us apart. It's a nice article that was in the Reader's Digest. It goes on, but instead of arguing all the time, listen to what they have to say, and hopefully they'll listen to what you have to say. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, good afternoon, Stu Breyer. Hi, Marvin. What's up? Well, let's talk some baseball. Baseball, hot dogs, and Chevrolet. Go right ahead. All right. And, you know, my dad was a Chevy man, Mm -hmm. and I love Chevrolets. And uh, as a matter of fact, we're over at uh, Scranton the other day, and they got the Z28, what I call the Widowmaker, and they got the Z28 sitting out there, and I'm telling you what, I'd love to get a hold of that. (laughs) Okay. I hope someday you can come across one. (laughs) Yes, I will. And uh, so baseball. So our Red Sox, our, our Red Sox are looking like, I don't know, they got a spark. So... Let, let me hear it from you. What What's your well? They have, they have won three out of their last four games, which is better. They won six to three last night, so maybe it's the first of a, a better time. I hope. So, so you think we can pull this out and have a good season? Because I'll tell you what: two weeks ago, I was looking at like we're not going to have a season whatsoever. I can't. It's hard to say. They've put themselves in a real ditch. So um, 
see if they can get back to 500 for one thing. Okay. But don't give up. Maybe they'll win a few games and make it a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I I still have hope. You know, I have my Red Sox hat, and, I'm, and I have my Red Sox jersey, and I wear them, so. <laughs> yeah, give them, give them till the All-Star break and see what, uh, see what it looks like by the time the All-Star break is. The Yankees are untouchable at the moment. I mean, they are just so good in everything, pitching, defense, and hitting. Well, But there's the wild card. You know what the Yankees do that the Red Sox don't do? They're winning. They, the Yankees know how to spend their money. They really do. And and they spend their money wisely. And the Red Sox, we and I thought I thought the way we set up our team, I thought these guys were going to be like really super and they ended up being like kind of like slackers. You can't and, never, you never know. You never know, really. Yeah, I mean, well, but the thing is if if these scouts go out and and they see somebody and and they see somebody with a lot of talent and they'll say, well, let's you know we're going to put him on. What do we have? How many? We have like what seventeen pitchers or something like that. I don't know if we have that many now. They had them at the beginning of the year because uh, spring training was cut short. So I don't know. And I know that I know, and I don't mean to bore people out there, but. I know you said it's pitching, 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 mm-hmm. but you still, but you still got to make, you still got to score, you still got to make runs, you know. Oh, absolutely, um, of course, of course. <laughs> the best thing is to have you know, both. Yeah, when I when I coach soccer, you know, we'd have a great defense, and then at the end of the game it'd be zero zero, and mm-hmm. I'd say, well, nobody scored nothing. They'd say, oh, but we got great defense. I says, yeah, you do, but you gotta you gotta put the ball in the net, man. Come on. <laughs> well, it's nice to have both. Anyway, yeah. don't give up on the Red Sox. I know there's some holes in the Sox right now, but see what happens by the All Star game. Well, I'm hanging in there. I watch, you know. Good. It's I, it's enjoyable. I, I I kick back in the easy chair and I watch a little bit, but I'm not. I'm not the kind of guy. I, have, I always do something else. I usually read a book while it's on or something like that. But um, and you look, uh, and you you know, look up. I am a Red Sox fan, and I'm in there, man. All right, buddy. And, and let me end this with: Kali Yastrzemski was the greatest baseball player who ever lived. <laughs> you really believe that? I sure do. Okay. Well, I thought he was a great left, player. Left fielder with a lot of home runs. I mean. He was. I think he was the greatest baseball player who ever lived because of of his stability. Even though he was, he was he, his personality. He's quite an interesting individual if you get into it. Mm-hmm. But um, but he he could hit the ball. He could feel the ball. He did his job, and I think Kyrie Stremski was that's my favorite out there. Okay, my enjoy the day. Thank you. Adios. Adios, amigo. Carl Yastrzemski, he's in the Hall of Fame. It's not an easy thing to get into, right? It's easier to get into mischief. He's in the Hall of Fame, justifiably so. Of course, one of the greatest seasons I've ever seen was the season he had in 1967 as far as getting clutch hits. I mean, he was unbelievable. In the meantime, if you'd like to check in on baseball or... Watermelons, whatever you want to talk about. 
888-995-2552. Here's the Can you have a conversation with someone with getting too rattled about politics without losing friendships, without people not talking to each other for years? Well, it's never going to happen, even if you have a different opinion, if you start yelling at people like they're stupid and they don't know anything. That doesn't work. Just listen to what they have to say. Have a discussion. Tell them what you think. Hopefully they'll tell you what they think. And then move on with your friendship. That's all. But if you start yelling and screaming at each other because they can't figure out why you feel this way and you can't figure out why they feel that way, you're going to lose a lot of friends. And you're going to miss out on a lot. So if you haven't been talking to somebody because of politics for the last three or four years or so now, make amends. Give them a call today. You don't even have to bring up politics. Say, you know, that was really foolish. There's so many other parts of our friendship that were terrific. Why do we have to lose it because of that? Hmm? See how that works and uh, get back to me, okay? Good. I'm going to close out the show with a very sweet song by Kermit the Frog. Why are there so many rainbows? Make a rainbow connection. Kermit never talks politics when he's singing. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. And rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told, and some choose to believe it. I know they're wrong, wait and see. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. Who said that every wish would be heard and answered when wished on the morning star? Somebody thought of that, and someone believed it. Look what it's done so far. What's so amazing that keeps us stargazing? And what do we think we might see? Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. Bye, show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope we'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. We know that it's probably magic. Have you been half asleep? And have you heard voices? I've heard them calling my name. Everybody be kind to each other. Let's do it. Is this 
the sweet sound that calls the young sailors. The voice might be one and the same. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 and FM, WICH FM 94.5, W233DV in Norwich. It's something that I'm supposed Jimmy Fowler, right after the news for yous. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection. I think we have it today on this beautiful day. The dreamers and me.